bro, my soccer betting is phenomenal this season, and the only time I've but, lost but is... But the standings I, don't say that. Let me tell you this. Well, let me tell In real life, I make it's 10... In real life, I, I make, real I make life. 10 team parlays, and, like, I hit 9 out of 10. You, That's I've sent, still a loss. I've sent you pictures. I know, but what I'm saying when I lose. So it's like... When I lose, I'm great? Is but, that what you're saying? No, it sounds so Donald Trump-like. No, no, no. I'm saying... I'm saying when I do high high risk, high reward, like, you know, that type of shit, mm-hmm. I win. When I do low risk, high reward, that's when I lose. Okay. You know, I put in like three bucks to win 250. Okay. Come close twice now. I'm telling you, bro. So what's your Europa parlay for? Nine out of ten hit you except have a, for Dinamo Zag. Again, Zag-, that's a loss. Dinamo Zag. I know, but it says something. I'm, what does I'm it fucking- say? It says that you've unhinged with Dinamo Zagreb. <laughs> I get, but they lost the derby against Lokomotiv who's Zagreb. The, who's the shit team you picked today from Ireland? The Shamrock Rovers. Mate, just stick with the main so teams. So Barcelona, Juve, and Chelsea all won, and Shamrock Rovers. From yeah, they lost. Tell me your. Tell everyone then. Give people a, okay. So here's your. Here's how you prove it. That you are the guru. I send you my shit, bro. I you know, know. But here's I how you can leads. show the people because in the program here, what they're seeing here and is a and what they see here is negative twenty one. Electric live better when it comes to next goals, mate. They here see negative twenty one. So right. here you go, electric man. Hook it up. Tell us every tell everyone here your Europa League parlay. I don't have one. I gotta do research tomorrow when I'm having my Mate, egg sandwich. I you just said you had one. On today's footy corner, Arsenal finally scores a goal and wins at Old Trafford, sending Ole and the Red Devils into a tailspin. The Foxes run wild at Elan Road as Harvey Two-Face Barnes strikes again. Villa and Everton are stumbling like drunk uncles at Thanksgiving. Chelsea's new boys strike and Liverpool come back again, along with the typical predictions, comments, nonsense of the week, fantasy corner, and gambling corner. Next. And we are back on the footy corner. Areen? How's everything going? Welcome back. Everything's going great. What is up, motherfuckers? I'm back. Um, school has properly dicked me, but um, glad to be back. Chilling here the rest of the week. Did you want to announce <sighs> to the people where you were last week? I, I didn't. I was going to let you do that. Uh, was I? I was studying. <laughs> right? Were you studying? Was I? The night of my recording, if I recall correctly, you may not have been studying. <laughs> oh, Oh, um, I was just, I was out with a friend. Yeah. Just got proper wasted. It was a good time. I drove back to Chicago from the suburbs at like 5 a.m. Got some cheeky McDonald's on the way back. Trying to think of what my order was. Um, I will get back to you on that. So, so those that listen to us, usually we, we, um, once we've recorded and, and, and people know, I think we record late. You know, generally. Sometimes. We, we there late. was a time where we got, we were recording at like three, like four, yeah, we were done well, by six. That was in the summer when we didn't have school and work and stuff as much. Uh, and people know we record late, and generally when we record, one one of us edits, one of us is the intern and posts things. And, and one things, of us is the, no, we have an intern. Well, yeah, and things get done rather quickly. Yeah. Uh, last week, I mean, Brian, t- we had top top times together, top work, but... I felt bad, but I had to study I was, legitimately. No, no, I, so, so when you were driving back, I was still awake trying to figure out uh Yeah, you had Spotify texted me and you were surprised when I responded. Oh, well, yeah, because I didn't have a Spotify account, and to post from the link, I was like, oh, boy. Yeah. 
Uh, I was actually signing up for one when you got back to me, so. I, I got no. back to you pretty is quickly. Our, the microphone's in? Is it? It's in. Oh, okay. It's going, look, here, let we me zoom in. got that spike again, mate. I don't know what's going on. Oh, okay. No, it's, oh, it's good. Proper. Merch on. All right. Uh, yeah, so, but it was good. You're back. Yeah. Everything's back. I'm going to be back doing a madness tomorrow. Um, what madness are you it's doing? It's every Thursday. It's a Thursday madness. Going back. We're what does it, it mean? Get some pizza. It's a Thursday thing. That's what we do. Me, Nick, and Cam. Oh, wow. Okay. Yeah. And talk about sports. Um, but uh, I'm just thankful that I could make that drive because I don't think the election's going to get too wild because right now we are um, in the middle of uh, Biden knowing. versus Trump. Yeah. yeah. And if, you know, we don't, God, who knows what's going to happen with this fucking city of Chicago. Um, but look, so far, nothing's looted. Nothing's rioting. We're good. Well, there could be celebrations, too. I mean, I don't know. Yeah. I mean, we'll it's see. either way. Okay. We'll see. Um, if things yeah. go the other but way. Yeah. Look, I'm going <laughs> to find myself tomorrow with beer and pizza. There's this new deep dish place that apparently is really good in the suburbs. Mm-hmm. Really interested in trying it. If it's good enough, I'll show it to you. You still have to try Crosstown Wings. There's a lot I got to show you in the suburbs because you're a city guy. What do you mean? When am I going to go out to the suburbs, mate? I don't know. Yeah. Well, look. Well, I, I look, must say, Saturday, uh, the lady friend, the lady friend, the wife. Your wife, bro. My wife. Uh, she's <laughs> got work. So uh, let me know if you're down to throw some money down when? on some of these uh, soccer and college football games. When? Saturday. Saturday. Okay, yeah. But I think. Uh, I'm I, going know. golfing Saturday. You want to come? What do you mean? I'm going golfing, mate. Where are you going golfing? I don't know. We're going golfing, though. It's Woo-hoo. the last weekend with Nick. Down mate, you guys are going hard at it together now. You what? guys are like <laughs> dick buddies now. No. Well, no. I mean, it, I mean, it's the last golfing, good golfing day yeah. of the year. Oh, yeah. No, you guys, I mean, you do that. We'll see. I, I have to see. You no, guys I'll are be, golfing in the suburbs, right? I don't know. Yeah. Well, I mean, why don't you just join? I don't know. We'll have to see. Well, we'll talk about this this personal chat later, I guess. I'm I'm good. I'm good. Okay. I don't know if I'm I'm going to drive out to the suburbs for golf, but we'll see. I'm Maybe. driving. Well, yeah. Is it good weather? What's the weather? Yeah, man. It's the, well. Anyway, I mean, it is what it is. You're invited. What's the weather? I don't know. All right. So anyway, anything else coming up? Um, no. It's, I mean, I'm just. It's just exciting times right now. We got Thanksgiving coming up. This is no, it's November. God, it can't come sooner. So, mate. it's it's good. It's good. It's a good time. You know, and and this election is is tight, but I think we know what, what's going to happen. Um, not going to say who we prefer, who you prefer, who I prefer. You don't need to say, but people know. I mean, they're not stupid. Hey, hey, whatever. Everyone's different. We're not you know. stupid. Just want to let everyone know. This is my opinion. Whoever you vote for doesn't identify who you are as a person. In my, in my opinion, that's just right. who I am. Okay. You know. Yeah, uh, I, I I need Thanksgiving to come because uh, <laughs> you don't think so. <laughs> no, no, I do. I'm just I'm just talking about because you said Thanksgiving. I, I need Thanksgiving to come in because yeah, it's sneaking up my, on uh, us. My my wife Halloween's said the same gone. thing. We went on a walk today, and she's just like, I was like, yeah, this is I'm fucked. I'm up late every night. I'm doing. I think this uh, teaching remotely is taking a lot out of me. I'm I'm just drained. I'm done. I need Thanksgiving. We'll see. We'll see what happens. So we got, what, three weeks? Yeah, man. It's like Halloween gotta just grind came it and out. go. You came gotta, and went. You got to grind it out, man. You got to grind it out. I'm interested to see what everyone did on Halloween, whether it was go to a party. Yeah, let um, us know. You know, whether you're grown up, did a party, took yeah. your kids trick-or-treating. I I got a haircut, and then I just walked around the city for a bit, enjoyed the atmosphere. I, 
I don't. I didn't go to parties, but I, we just hung out instead and watched movies. You, me, and Caitlin. Yeah. Um, your wife. Yeah. Um, but yeah, it was fun. Yeah, I know what you did last summer. That's what, yeah, and the we second one. We still have to see the third the second, one. What's the we second st- one? I know what you did. I still, I still know what you did last yeah. summer. And then I always know what you did last summer. It's still on the dock. Oh, man. Jennifer Love Hewitt we, is we an got, absolute we, smoke we, show. We still have to see Certified. the last one. We still have to see the last one. We do. Which is full of new people, so it might not be as exciting. But yeah. But let's get into the action. We have this one more week of fun. soccer, mate. And then it's the international also, break. Also, bears are fucking up. Well, we'll get to that later. There's a, there's a, there's a segment. Uh, you know, we have the international break coming up. So this is the last week. Yeah. We have another episode next week, and then the week after, panel, panel alert. Oh, so, yeah, big uh, panel, big panel. So two weeks from now, we got the panel, so we'll, we'll sort that out, see what everyone's I up to. I have this really annoying sore on my lip. Have you seen me do the Matt Painter lick every now and then? It's because I got this annoying thing what? on my lip. Before this becomes a 10-hour t- podcast, well, let's go to the soccer. Okay. Fix your sore, mate. Get a, uh, don't make out with strangers. Mate, it's COVID season. I'm not making out with anyone right now. Well, I don't know. Your lip says otherwise, lad. Uh, anyway, wow. no prospects at school? All right. His silence speaks. Let's go to the action this past week. Uh, well, one of the bigger games on paper. So we'll start there. Uh, at Old Trafford, Manchester United 0, Arsenal 1. The only the goal. Boys. It was a, yeah, it was a big one for my boys. The only goal is uh, at a bombing pen, which was set up from a Pogba foul in the box on Hector Bellerin. The big deal about this, and a shout-out to, um, I think it was Steve who tweeted out the picture as well. I was very aware of the fact, uh, but but uh, Steve also retweeted Fox Soccer's. So this is an Arsenal statistic. The streak is over, Arsenal fans. The Gunners beat a big six Premier League team on the road for the first time in nearly six years. Uh, is big six including Everton? No. But we've beaten Everton on the road. I was it, say. It inclu- but the funny thing is... It, it, Kind of hard to believe. I know the rivalries there. Kind of hard to believe you guys didn't go to White Hart Lane and or London Stadium and beat Tottenham. Yeah, it's a lot of they've draws. Had, they've had, they've had really good them. teams and sometimes a little good, sometimes a little shit. Yeah, well, no, it's mostly been draws there. But the bottom line is, this team hadn't done it since January 2015. Big Six to me also United is, is is a weird way of putting it because well, Arsenal's one of them, so they only really play five of them away. They don't play themselves. Um, but anyway, it had been oh, 29 true. games. So they had lost 19 and drawn 10 ever oh. since a 2 nothing win at Man City on, in January of 2015. I remember that game. It was goals from Cazorla and Giroud. Uh, that's how long ago that was. Wow. On the other Side end of it. Note, I got you your first Santi Cazorla jersey. Yeah, you did. And he's a player who I'll bring up later, actually, as well. So okay. before we get to the Olay side of things, let's talk, let's talk Arsenal. Um, you know, big win for them. They're now four wins, three losses on the season. But their three losses were really good teams. Is it worrying, though, that the goal came on a pen? Um, so this would be the third game in a row they haven't scored in the run of play. No. But no, no, no. the team looked a lot better, because I think. Because you earn pens. This is my philosophy on pens. Penchester United. Penalty pool. Now, pen arsenal. What the fuck you want to call it? Look, Wait, wait we've only gotten one pen. That's not, this is not personal. Look. Here. At the end of the day, I say that a lot. I've listened to our podcast, and I say this again. At the end of the day, to get a pen, you got to earn a pen most of the time, 90% of the time, you know? So whether it's trying to create something, you know, you're on the attack. And whether it's causing a foul, you know, crossing it and hit someone's fucking hand, you're, you're, you're doing something. And 
And you know what? That's not a bad way to, to win a game, in my opinion. You know, whether you look at it or not. Is it concerning? I don't think so. Because if you get three pens, you got to ask yourself, how did you get those three pens? And if you got them fairly, I mean, you earned it, in my opinion. So, I mean, what do you, what do you, you're the Arsenal fan, so what do you think? Well, to build off that, no, actually, I'm, I'm not as concerned as some other people might be. Because I think in their last two games, even if you consider the Leicester game, I think they've, created chances it wasn't like they didn't have chances they actually bossed the game in the first half against uh manchester united and could have scored and should have scored at least one or two times so it's just that they're not converting their chances which you might say could be worrying but i feel like a key to me with this team and i can ask you about this as well is their midfield um they're they're fortifying it thomas party has been does playing have, very well. On the back of his jersey, does he put Thomas? Yeah, he does. That's bananas. He's, he's a first-name guy? <laughs> he's a first-name guy. A lot of the Ghanaians I feel like he, I feel like he like put that. Party at Atletico. Did he uh, just He might it? have. He, lately, he had put Thomas. Yeah, That's that's wild, mate. I mean, he's playing outstanding. And Mohamed Elneny started this game, and people wondered why. But he put a man-of-the-match effort in. You you put those guys in with Garbalish. I'm telling you, these three guys, I mean, not Elneny, but you put Garbalish and... and Garbalish uh, is Gabriel. And, and, for, yeah, for Gabriel. Uh, we call him Garbalish. Because it's Mar- Gabriel Margalish, so I can call him Garbalish. <laughs> yeah. uh, him and, and Thomas Party, those guys have really strengthened the spine. And I feel like sooner or later, Mikel Arteta will feel comfortable enough because it's yet again another clean sheet for Arsenal. Yeah. Low, you know, I think he's going to start feeling comfortable throwing the numbers up, throwing Bukayo Saka into the mix. So I'm not too worried as to that question. Um Asking you before we go to United real quick, you know, it does Thomas part the additions of Thomas Party and Garbalish, it's early, but is it looking like it's helping this team a lot? Uh yeah, I think, you know, don't get me wrong, I I haven't seen as much as, as them as you, obviously. Mm-hmm. But from what I could tell is they got like they, they really do have a player in Garbalish. Um I know Thomas Party was the bigger name signing, but I feel like Garbalish, in my opinion, is what they needed for years and years. Dude, you could date this back to when they had um, Per Mertesacker and Koscielny. Like, they still weren't, like, there defensively, in my opinion. And Garbalish is, he's a complete defender in, in today's Premier League, which is fast, I think. Um, he's very physical. Very physical he for a 22 like year He seems like he's good in the yeah. air. Mm-hmm. He seems like he's good in the air. He is, yeah. So, and, and you just give him more time in England, and, I, you know, I bet you his leadership will go up, too. So, um, and he's making some high IQ plays. I think I've seen him do something stupid maybe once or twice. But, I mean, for someone to come in, did he come from the Brazil leagues? Uh, no, he came from Lille. I mean, I yeah. mean, that's a farmer's league. So you come in from Lille, right. which is very slow paced. To just jump into the Premier League like that is, is impressive. Well, as Thomas Party, you come from Atletico, which is the worst club in history. <laughs> I um, so I would expect him to be good def- uh, defensively. Yeah. Um, I, I guess what I'm saying is we expected this from Thomas Party, not not Garbalish. Because if Gar- if if we knew Garbalish was this good, his his fucking his fee would be a lot higher. It, and I think every team in the Premier League would be after him, including Jeff Paris's boy Man City. Oh yeah, I think they got a huge bargain there. And I think a guy like him, his leadership, like you said, he already speaks a lot. This guy is 22 years old, and we know that center backs take a little more time. I think he has the you know the Van Dyke trajectory. I'm not saying he's going to be as good as him. He could. He might not. But he has that trajectory, and he has some of those those uh, as I, the word I hate vibes. Um, but but we'll see well, how he, they continue. Here's here's don't get me wrong. I think Van Dyke is a complete. He's um, unreal. But with the way players are training nowadays and how they're supposed to be, 
I bet you a million dollars Van Dyke at 22. Garbalish is miles ahead better than yeah. Garbalish. I mean, than Van Dyke at 22. At 20, of course. So he just needs to keep improving. And, um, you know, I mean, look, we don't know what the future is going to look like. But Arteta, you talk, you you want, you listen to these experts talk about Arsenal and, you know, comparing them to United and all this shit. They always say... Arsenal has like a plan. They have the leader. You know, we we I sent you that clip of mm-hmm. Cahill and yeah. I mean, if under Mikel Arteta, player development is bananas at, at Arsenal, in my opinion. Mm-hmm. He's got a system there, and it's kind of like Jurgen Klopp. Not obviously com- like different style and shit like that, but like the way he's implementing stuff and and introducing people slowly, getting rid of literally everyone on the on the on the roster and bringing in his own guys that are yeah. low key. You know, and then, you know, you bring in party. It's kind of like not when we brought in Sadio Mane, but it's just like there are questions. You know, I'm, you, you know where I'm going. With yeah, this. and Klopp's, well, it, that's, it's funny because I listen to Arsenal these podcasts. These high, high transfers, but they're, they're good. Right. And you develop into that next level. Well, and it's funny, and all the people say that that's what they're trying to get with this manager. And Klopp, if you remember, took time. There were ups and downs, but you had a good feeling, right? Yeah. And I think that's how Arsenal fans are feeling. Now, on the other end of this stick, we, you sent that clip. There was the, a clip of Cahill and Keane talking. Keane, especially seeing that. Manchester United is not showing a direction under Ole. They had a rough week. That game against Arsenal, they lost today to Istanbul Beşiktaş. Uh, yeah. Ole, Man U has failed to win any of their opening four top flight games at home this season in the Premier League. First time since 1972-73 where they finished 18 well, United. Yeah. And, and at Old Trafford. Now, I'm not saying they're going to finish 18th. Yeah. But but what what's their deal? What's going on? Why so, why are they good one week and then all of a sudden Ole's crashed? Straight up. Harry Maguire is not captain material because that defense, neither is De Gea because that defense is the most unorganized defense I've ever seen. And Ole is not helping the cause because, motherfucker, what are you doing on the training ground? What are you doing in the video sessions? Don't They only gave up one goal to Arsenal. I understand that. But, bro, Arsenal was, you know, was, I don't know. They didn't seem like they played. Eh, maybe they did. I don't know. But... <laughs> Look, you, you get my point, especially this past game against Istanbul Brala. They were fucking terrible. And, yeah. oh, like, I don't no. know. And, and you know what? What's his name? The the Irish lad. We just brought him up. Gary Cahill and... Keane. Keane. Yeah, Keane Roy mentioned Keen. this. Where the fuck is Van de Beek? Yeah. Why isn't he playing? Like... Well, we just talked about you see, and it's great. We just brought McTominay's up how, how not good Arsenal makes the right transfers. No, right. You talk about Arsenal brings in the right transfers. Well, what are they doing getting Van de Beek if you're not going to play him? You got to get a transfer that you're going to put in the right position that can play. And Ole doesn't have that right now. I don't know what he's doing. And you know what? Don't get me wrong. I, I love the Mason Greenwood height train, but there is a big difference in that lineup. I've noticed, even as res- with results go, when Martial starts in Greenwood. I think Greenwood is good right now in his career as, like, a sub. You know, I think he's one of those guys you bring off off the bench. I think they missed Tony because of injuries. Maybe. I don't know. Maybe it's because of COVID. I don't know. They were also missing Talis. So, you know, have to bring in Shaw on for You know, that's that's tragic. But Shaw came off a good game last week. You know, he played well. I guess. But, look, there's just so much. It's just discombobulated. That, that team and... I, I gotta agree. Look, I think Ole. I said this. He's an expert at getting wins right before he's gonna get canned. Like he got two. Remember he got he beat PSG. Yeah. Last time he was on the hot seat, 
and now you wonder, is he going to lose another game and then beat PSG again? Is, when they had know, beaten Red Bull Leipzig 5 nothing just before this game. None of, their, none of their transfers under him have worked. They've, they've, their progress has been stagnant. If anything, maybe a little bit worse. Yeah. So I think Ole's got to go, and I think most United fans would agree with me that you know, as soon as you find a suitable manager with a lot of credibility, you got to get rid of him. And you know what, Potch is out there, and I'm pretty sure he just said he's ready for a job. Well, yeah. it just came out. He was on TV with his wild hair. Um, I think you got to hire him because this team is not organized. The transfers aren't going in, whether it's Woodward or I don't know who the fuck it is. But Ole is not helping anything. What do you think? Yeah, no, no, that's I, my United rant. Right. Well. It's not good enough from United right now. Uh, we'll have to see what happens. Uh, you know, we'll move on. Let's move on to some I of the other like stuff. Fernandez but has just bailed him out an unreal amount of times. Yeah, time. yeah, no, he has, and, and and you know, you have inconsistencies from from Pogba and from a lot of the players. Can I thought say Fred Rashford. was Fred was bad. The last thing I'll say about this game, though, uh, about this that score, it looks better than how the play went. I you know, I rarely come away seeing Arsenal play on the road. I and you know, you're going to see the possession numbers look high for United, but that's a lot of that was in the last 20 minutes when Arsenal played defensive. They could have scored two or three early in the game and put it away. Um United needs to figure it out cuz honestly, no one's afraid to go into Old Trafford anymore. That's crazy so, to think what you know, grew up around unreal. Too. Unreal. So, let's go to another Sorry that my rant took a little while. No, away. that's good. Let's you know, We'll I, see, I we'll get see. into it, man. And I think you need United's schedule, if I recall, is not easy. I was out you last know. week. I got to bring the fire. I think they still have a tough schedule. They have Everton next, so we'll see what happens there. Leeds 1, Leicester 4. I mean, I, I'm putting this here because I think this was a wild result. Uh, four goals from Leicester from, as we said, two-face Harvey Barnes. Yeah. Vardy scored. Tielemans had a brace. Stuart Dallas, the only goal for Leeds that seemed to be a bit of an accident. Um, let's Let me start with Leeds. Yeah. This is the first time Leeds have lost two in a row at home under okay. Bielsa. Um, you know, they were but but you know, they were so good in their last match against Aston Villa. You know, what happened here? What so, what was the deal? Here's the thing. Don't get me wrong. I, I listened to the last episode. I believe it was you asked Brian um do does Leeds have a shot at, you know, European competition and he said why not? The reason why, you know, maybe you agreed with him too. I don't know. No, I, I thought they'd been doing well, but you know that my only issue with them has been their defense in the in the past. And look, again, here it is, four it, goals. Look, Beasley's a great manager, but look, it, he came out firing with a team that no one in the Premier League had seen, had faced, done anything. Not Like, you can't scout them. After the first couple games, they look really good. And then, you know, what do really good top Premier League teams do? Top soccer clubs in general. You, you look at the tape and you see what they do good and you figure them out. This is where Beasley has to make changes but here's why I don't think they're going to make Europe, and this is where they're going to kind of drop. That Their strategy works, but there's only so much, so many strategies you can come up with that are successful in the Premier League with the talent that they have. At the end of the day, this, this Leeds team only brought in, I think, one or two Premier League or like, you know, players in the transfer window. This is a championship team. I don't care what anyone says. I know Sheffield did what they did last year. But that was, you know, that that's a whole different. Well, this team's story. better than Sheffield. This team's better. Yeah, than but the way that Sheffield set up last year, I feel like, is you know, is a way to be more successful in the Premier League as far as staying up and you know getting mm-hmm. points. They were just in a good wild year, but um, yeah, no, this they just don't have the quality in their team. And as soon as I bet on this game, as soon as I saw what was my boy, what's Madison? His, no, 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 
the Leeds guy that was out. Kevin oh, Phillips. Kelvin Phillips. Phillips. As soon as I saw Phillips was out, I think the major uh, – he's a link there. And I think a major quality dip happened, and I knew Leicester would just take advantage of it. But Sheffield was more of a system. You know, they had the overlapping center backs, and people were like, what is this? Bielsa's team just runs their tails off. That's the – you know, they, they don't – they're not revolutionary. They just literally run full speed. He has a really fit team. Now, I will say I agree with you that – Europe, European soccer is a little difficult. I mean, this is, like you said, a team that just got promoted. Yeah. So they should be pretty happy if they're top 10. And I think they'll linger around that area 10. And they're you know, starting 11. 10. They're really fun to watch. Yeah. The starting 11, by the way, were all championship players last year. Like yeah. Now. Well, there we go. And, uh, well, some of them trying to make that leap. Uh, Bamford trying to make that That's leap. That's what I'm saying. Bamford, he, you know what I realized? He is, he's very inconsistent, A. And B... Man, some of the chances he fucks up are bad, bro. He had some <laughs> chances in this game. And uh, someone that I want to see become a little more consistent because I know he has the quality is Jack Harrison. All right. Yeah, hopefully he can. On the, on the other side of this, we talked about Leicester being an amoeba. You know, they, they shaped their way to play the team they've got to play. This is a team that had a small trip up. Like, they started the season well, maybe lost those couple games. But, man, they're on fire again. This is their best ever start to a campaign. Since 2000, 2001, 15 points in seven games. Yeah, more than their championship season in 2015. That's why I was shocked when I saw that stat. And, and yeah, and Brian wanted to say, damn, I was seriously looking at the gambling corner bet on Harvey Barnes to score. Didn't make it, and no one will believe me. Hey, I believe you, Brian, but next time, don't be afraid to make that bet to pick Harvey Barnes to score. Uh, You know, that said, hey, Lester, uh, are they... Are they, you know, I feel like every week we're asking about a different team, if they're going to make Europe, if they're going to do this. Are Leicester on course to be what they were before the restart happened last season? Remember, they were red hot last year yeah. until things went on break. Brendan Rodgers got stale, but he's back. Yeah. Um, What's going on there? I definitely I definitely think so. I think this – Brendan Rodgers is really good with teams that um, – like at this exact quality level. If that makes sense. So this team isn't, you know, going to threaten the, the, the Premier League when it's all said and done, in my honest opinion. But, man, they might make Champions League again. Like, I wouldn't be shocked at all because when you're bringing on James Madison as a late sub, that shows how comfortable you are with not starting him because you have that much depth on your team. And then, I, you know, what, what made it a lock when they brought in Wes Morgan, you bring in leadership, they brought him in for Vardy. And then our boy... Chenjik Under, yeah, you know he's doing a madness. He's not bad either. He's got a cut. What, he's got a two assists in two games now, both to Vardy. And and they also have our AOZ Perez and Nikhil's boy. Yeah. So what I'm saying is shout this, out Nikhil. This team has so many attacking options and depth, and their defense is is okay. I think I don't think they're as good as they used to be, but they make up for it. Um, but yeah, I I think they're great. I think they could easily make top, like top four this year. I honestly yeah. wouldn't be surprised. I'm, I'm with you there. We're, you know, I Watching think them link can. up is, is unreal. Their <laughs> passing is unreal, actually. Yeah. To me, it was crazy to see a team that went into such a shell against Arsenal and then decided, hey, against Leeds, we're going to come out. Because, again, Brendan Rodgers, I feel, is is strategizing real well for his opponents. And I think that, you know, I agree. You know, maybe Leicester got thrown off by that restart. So if they can keep this momentum going, they could put a challenge for top four. Yeah. But, again, um, he's going to have to stop bleeding if things go bad. So we'll see if he can and, do that. And let me tell you, it was raining hard there, and this is the the duo you want to see least probably in, in when you're playing them, Vardy and Barnes. 
pace whores. Like, you'd love them in FIFA. Pass and go. And then, like, the defenders would be slipping and everything. It was, it was, it would be, it was a terrible day to be a Leeds defender. <laughs> Put it that way. Like the lesbian guy that stinks, yeah. whatever his name is. Uh, let's go to a team that now. Koch, so Leicester, right? yeah, Koch. Yeah. Leicester sits in second. I mean, early days. Let's go to a team that sits in third. Tottenham two, Brighton one. Uh, Harry Kane scoring an early pen. Lamptey equalizing, and Gareth Bale the winning goal from Reguilon late in the game. Gareth Bale has scored his first Tottenham goal in seven years and one hundred and sixty-six days, and that happened in his farewell game against Sunderland. Before we jump in anything, Arne, is Gareth Bell back? No. <laughs> well, when you say back, I don't know what you mean by that. But, I mean, look, it's no no surprise he's not nearly at the quality as he was when he left. Um, but he could, he still has a use in this team. He's still fast. You know, he could still he's still good for a good goal. He's, he's a great player. And so is this Regulon lad, man. Yeah. You know, don't get me wrong. I think he's taking the spotlight, Bale is, but... I think Regulon has definitely made his impact in the Premier League since he came in. That was a great signing by Jose. Um, but yeah, I, I mean, I, I, I mean, I know you don't like to see it, but mm-hmm. as a Premier League fan, that as a Premier League fan, that um, you know, I remember how dominant Bell used to be. But when he, before he left, he he was insane, especially when they played him at ten. It, you know, it was a cool nostalgic. You know, it was very cool seeing him score again and. I hope I hope he stays in the Premier League because you know you want these guys to to play at the top level and you know be entertaining. Yeah. So you want you want to see the best play, but I will say this: so we we had this game on. I think during uh, was it NFL Sunday that was on, or maybe uh, college football was on. College. Maybe no, and actually no, it was Sunday. NFL. It was it Sunday. It was NFL. Yeah, 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 because it was after the Arsenal game. I will say this: you you and I saw, you know, how they played. Um, and you even at one point put a bet on the draw to remain because because of, of how Brighton were playing. Yeah. So so my thing to you is, is it worrisome that you know? So Tottenham, obviously they they're doing well to be in second. They have 15 points. They're winning games. They're getting results. But is it worrisome that they're not playing the best brand of soccer? I mean, they're getting the results, but they're not playing the best, which leads to some. They had the, that poor result that Brighton they made fun of last week, mm-hmm. but that's been their only bad result lately. So with a team that's managed by Jose Mourinho, a probably not surprising, but b does that even matter if they're getting the results? I don't think it. I mean, that's classic Jose ball, isn't it? I yeah. think you know. Um, yeah, I, I don't think they mind playing this way, and um, he, I don't know, man. You know, I think it'll slowly come together. They have so, now they have depth. For some reason, now their team looks better to me on the eye. Mm-hmm. I feel like Encondembele is coming to himself to point where Barca's back after him, apparently. Which is bananas. And I told you, I'm a big Regulon guy. You know. Um, yeah, Son and Kane are doing their thing, and if they can get Bale somewhat in form, this team is fucking dangerous. But then again, the same worries come up. It's just defensively, you know, what do they have to offer? But then, you know, you never know. With Sissoko, and, and I think Hoiberg's kind of a fraud, but you know, <laughs> Sissoko and I don't know. They need a defensive mid. Do they have a fucking defensive mid? No, they don't. Well, Los well, Ceslo, is he a defensive a lot mid? Of their fans He's a waste not man, a big, too. A lot of their fans are not happy when they see Harry Winks come on the, uh, the sheet. Look, yeah. You know what? And I'm happy. I feel like he got the leeway because he was, you know, young, homegrown guy. But then, you know, when he's kind of ass, you kind of see it. And you're like, all right, maybe this guy needs to go on loan. Yeah. Maybe they should just send him on loan. But, yeah, Brighton played fucking great. So that's that's why I put the draw on them because they were they were still attacking. Lalana and Trissard were making runs, and I was like, "Fuck!" Like 
this is this is making Tottenham play back a little bit. But I mean, obviously that kind of backfired on me. But you know, it's seven games in the year. Put a percentage on Tottenham to make the Champions League. Oh, Champions League <laughs> to get top four. I mean, it's early days, but I just want a percentage from you. I'll put them at twenty-five percent. Twenty-five. It's just the defense, man. Yeah. Well, with how things have started, how many goals they're scoring, I believe they're are they the top scoring team in the league? If they're if they're not the top, yes, they're they second. Are they're the, the top they are the top. Second is Leicester and Liverpool. Yeah. So they're the top scoring team in the league. You know, as long as they keep doing that, I think fifty. But I think but they I have, don't want to see them make it. You know, as an Arsenal fan, they so. have the best goal differential in the league. Yeah. So well, let's go to a team Tottenham that has does. the most. Uh, Somehow, the most goals given up in the league, but are in first place. And that's your boys. Yes. Uh, Liverpool 2, West Ham 1. Fornal scoring an opener. Salah scoring a pen. And Diego Yota the winner. Uh, before I get into some of the trends with Liverpool, I know for a fact, you and Steve, whew, you guys went on because he had a good Champions League game. I know you guys are big fans of the Diego Yota signing. So tell me a little bit about this player. Yeah, no. Um, at first, people brought him in as like, you know, he's young. Diego Yota's young. And they said, you know what, this guy can replace one of the front three if they leave or if they fall off, just have depth. And he's proving to be a starter. Don't get me wrong, I love Bobby Firmino. And I understand he plays, you know, critical to how those guys want to move. But, Matt Yota, he can do the same thing, but he, he's so clinical. And I watched an interview with them, and I said, what's the difference between this, you know, Liverpool? They're like, are you just, is this the best soccer of your life? He said, no, I'm just in a better team. He straight up said that, which is kind of wild, putting Wolves on blast like that. I feel but, like. but I don't think you could blame. I mean, he's right. he's not wrong. He's he said, not wrong. He said I don't. He, he even said he said I don't think I'm in my best moment, but I think I'm just surrounded by a great team, and I think great players get you get exposed in teams like this. When you're in Liverpool, everyone around you is good. So if you start playing like shit, everyone's like, "What the fuck is this guy doing?" So for him to come out and play like this is ballsy, a eh? and b it speaks volumes because. You know, I think I speak for most Liverpool fans when I say this. This, this dude should be starting over. Um, this dude should be starting as we get a citizen alert. Yeah. This dude should be starting over Firmino every week so far because for uh, we've given him so much chances, bro. Like, don't get me wrong, he just isn't putting in the shifts that he used to. Maybe he needs some competition, some time off. Bring him on as a sub. Play him in League Cup games. Up, you know what I mean? But you you cannot. He's our best player right now. You can argue. Yeah, I mean, uh, so Steve said, how about that Yota signing, woo baby? He said, what a fucking beauty. He said, fucking Hattie, let's go. So you guys are, and this was coming in, I believe, during the Champions League game. But um, yeah, yeah you guys were having scoring. a goal, and he's, he's been making the fans happy. So you that answered my question. You put him in in place of Firmino. Uh, yes, and you know what? I'm going to say it. Man, I'm, I'm happy Timo Warner kind of fell through. Fell, fell through. Okay. Wow. This we'll and we'll come to we'll come to Warner in a second. Not nothing against Warner, but I, that's speaking to Yota. I mean, I he's the best signing so far. I maybe uh, God put Garbalish there too. <laughs> you saw no, my face, well, and I was like, whoa. Well, well I mean, think. Yota has a hat trick, and he think. scored a goal in every game, bro. Yeah, but people have different ways of influencing the game. I agree, but I mean, bro. Oh, now, are we talking about Premier League signing? Because he's doing this in Champions League. He scored, what, two in the Premier League? Three? Three in three games. Okay. Yeah, so we'll have to, you know, we have Not to Not saying about he's better signings. than Garbage, because you can't say one's better at different positions. But I'm saying, like, there isn't a better attacking signing player in, in, in England, in my opinion. 
I think I'm trying to think so far. Maybe not. Maybe yeah, Ferran I mean, Torres is close, but not. I don't. I mean, Jeff yeah, might argue with you. He had a goal today. Yeah. In well, Champions League against. Oh, he also scored. Oh, it was today. It wasn't in the Premier League. You're right. Never yeah. mind. Yeah. Yeah. Um, shot, he won me money. Um, so, yeah. So we'll see. But, I, you know, before we move on, I do want to ask you real quick about a, a, a bit of a trend as well. So Liverpool is the second team in Premier League history to concede first in three consecutive home games but win all three. And that would be Blackburn Rovers that did it in November of 2009. Now, my question to you is, is that a worrisome trend to you that they're giving up that first goal? They're usually giving it up early. And, and, and maybe if they play a better team, is, is that an issue? Or is West Ham a team that you think, hey, that's a, a decent team? Maybe we're missing Michel Anto- Michael Antonio. But outside of that, oh. does it worry you if they do this against, say, you know, maybe City or Tottenham or a team that's playing well, right, like Chelsea? The reason why I say no is because they've done this in the past. They've, they've conceded first and come back. Another thing is that goal differential could be misleading because they gave up seven goals. That's literally oh, half I, the goals. I'm not worried about Aston the goal Villa. differential. Aston Villa. Remember that Aston Villa Yeah, game? I'm not worried about the goal differential. I'm just saying, hey, if we keep giving up goals right off the bat, yeah. is that going to tell a team, hey, you can, you can come at us, you can attack us? And is it worrisome? Because you know, they're winning, but they're winning a lot of 2 ones. Obviously, right? yeah. Obviously, that's not how you want to start a game. But I think Liverpool has proven that they can bounce back from that. Mm-hmm. You know what I mean? So I'm not worried about that because I think the mentality that this group has had um, is, you know, relentless. They're very confident in themselves in a comeback. You can just ask any Barcelona fan. So Yeah, and they've been a live bet heaven right now for a yeah. lot of people. So this, yeah. I will say... You were going to bet them to win when I, they were I know. down. I, I you missed this one. Me. Yeah, I got, them, I got them last time they were down. I didn't quite get it this time. But you could usually get them at like plus 104 if you get it... You know, just before halftime when they fall behind. Yeah. yeah. Anyway, you know, we'll we'll see how it goes. Uh, you know, it's looking good. Got a big match this week that we'll talk about a little later. Yeah. Uh, Burnley zero, Chelsea three. Chelsea coming together. Ziyech, Zuma, and Werner with the goals. Two of the new boys scoring. Uh, but I want to focus on Timo Werner because he's he's finally getting off to Schneid. Since the start of last season, only Robert Lewandowski has more goals excluding pens. So if you take pens out of it, he has 37. Timo Werner with 28. A lot of those goals with Red Bull, as we know. Mm-hmm. Uh, Brian saying another goal for Werner. Just need nine more. I really don't want that Malort shot. Is it encouraging for Chelsea that they're seeing someone like Timo Werner, someone like a Hakim Ziyech come through? Is that the more uh, exciting thing for them or the fact they got another clean sheet? Um, well, I don't know. I don't know if the clean sheet's as rewarding because of it's Burnley. Mm-hmm. But... My, my Your yeah, toilet's done a madness. Bro, I don't know why it does that. Yeah, um, no it really wakes me up. Uh, oh, so bananas. I think Hakeem Zayach, this is his first real breakout game. He was man of the match this game. He's sensational. Mm-hmm. Um, he played great. But, yeah, you know, it's good to see Warner get off the, the thing. But it's always good to see these new signings have their first breakout game because I think for a player, when you, can, when you have that game – Mentally, you're like, all right, now the fans know what I'm capable of. So you don't, you're not afraid to fuck up. And I think anyone that's ever been good at anything in their life knows that when you're good at something, you go into it fearless. So that allows Zayach to kind of unlock that fearless mode. Maybe Warner too by getting getting off the books. Um, but I think Warner Warner and Havertz have actually a pretty good connection um, from what I see with their passing. But all in all, I think uh, from what I've seen, you know. And I was impressed with him at Ajax and even in the World Cup when he played for Morocco. Hakeem Ziyech is, mm-hmm. a, is a great player. 
Yeah, is this a team that you could see getting on a roll? They actually haven't lost a game in regulation. I only say that because they lost in the FL Cup game in, in uh, extra time, I believe, or shootouts against Tottenham at some point. But they haven't lost since losing that game to Liverpool mm-hmm. where they picked up I, they picked up the red card and you guys beat them 2-0. I think that was Thiago's debut. And that was, uh, like I said, September 20th. And I'm looking at their right. run, of, run of matches coming up. Yeah. Sheffield United, Newcastle. I mean, they don't really play someone, in my opinion, that's difficult to Tottenham uh, on November 29th. Can they get on a bit of a run here? And will they, or do you think, hey, maybe sometimes they trip up against these smaller you know, teams? I, I said their defense is their weak point, and they've proven me wrong because they've gotten five straight clean sheets. Yeah. Literally. In right. all competitions, which is Champions League as well. Crossing the door, and they just got one today against Rens. Now, how are those two teams? Rens had a red card, I'm pretty sure. The validity of those two teams as Champions League seems bananas. Right. Manchester United, though. Yeah. Sevilla. You know, those aren't easy teams. They also shut out Crystal Palace. Are you a big Edward Mendy guy? I'm a big Edward Mendy guy. Um, I, he hasn't he hasn't lost since he's since he started for them. I think he's a great. He hasn't given up a goddamn goal. Yeah, he's good. This guy's great. These Mendys, man, they really pan out. <laughs> these um, Mendys, these fucking Mendys, bro. They they pan out. We got to get some more of them anyway. Ben Mendy though. Ben Mendy's a bit of a nonce. Look, they're all pretty good. Ben Mendy. There's another Mendy at Real Madrid. He's That's a fucking Furland. electric. He's, he's yeah. good. He's the one that Kareem Benzema told not to pass to, to uh, Vinicius. Vinicius. Yeah. That, but yeah. but Ben Mendy for City to me is a bit weak. You know, but but you bring up a good point. I want to see this because they, I mean, they got ran over the park by Liverpool mm-hmm. against a, a really good attacking team and see if they really, truly adjusted. Right. You know what I mean? I'm, I, I'm, I need to watch more of them. I'm sure someone, you know, Chelsea fans are like, well, this, 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 but... You know, I gotta, I gotta see it with with my own eyes. Um, I mean, when I look at the the results, they've proven me completely wrong. Because Jesus Christ, that's an insane run that they're on right now. They're on fire, and I'm scared of death. Whoever's playing them next, God, good luck. Um, but yeah, I want to see how. Because I don't, I still don't think Silva's fast enough. Right. Um, well, that's the thing. I mean, you look at the the results. James and Chilwell though are phenomenal. Right. It's just the center backs that scare me. And Mendy is, like, goddamn really good. Mm-hmm. It's just the center backs. That's, that's that's it for me. Conte's the fucking GOAT, so. Yeah. I mean, looking at, you know, you just look at the results and who they came against. You know, so, you know, West, well, the West Brom was a draw. That wasn't any good. But you had Palace. They've played Southampton, who's looking well, better. Palace is a sneakily kind of, you know, difficult team to get a clean sheet on. Right. Yeah. Oh, yeah. United, who has struggled. But but, the, but when they bring in Tony, it's not it's. I mean, they have Tony Rashford, they have right. weapons, and Burnley. So you know, let's. I, I want to see. I want to see them continue. I think they Sevilla, can continue to play with, Sevilla. Yeah, I, I'm not saying anything bad. I just want to see how they. Um, what happens when they start playing? You know, some other teams in the Premier League. Um, but you know, again, you 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 can you only beat who's in front of you. Yeah, you can't do and, better than uh, they did. With yeah, they they've got. been playing very well. I think they've won their last three games by a combined score of ten nothing. So there's that. Uh, let's talk about another team that got a clinical win, but maybe wasn't convincing. Sheffield zero, Man City one. Kyle Walker, the goal, not celebrating as as we you know saw. Um, before I get, to, uh, you know, I have a quick question. I'll mention about Sheffield. It'll be brief, like probably one sentence. Their ass. Manchester City. You know, they're what's 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 going on? I mean, the last two wins. Wait, yeah. no, the uh, two of the last three, three were one nothings. You know, they're not. Scoring as many goals League? does that come to yeah? Does that come down to no? They drew West Ham, mate. Yeah, two of their last three. Oh, w- one nothing wins, and even yeah. against West Ham, what was it? Was it at 
West Ham was one one. Was one one. Yeah. So they're not scoring more than one goal a game. My question is, is that because they don't have Aguero and Jesus? Uh, Jesus, they did actually have Aguero against Arsenal, but he was coming back from injury. Jesus is now coming back from injury. Is that the problem, or are they just not as creative as they were before? And is Pep maybe noticing, hey, we have some issues on defense, we have some injuries. Yeah, they playing a little and more we're back. Playing defensive. I think more. that's the problem because you look at their lineup. Other than and I, don't get me wrong, Aguero is one of the greatest strikers of, of all time in the Premier League and even probably in general. Mm-hmm. Um, but these guys, they have playing instead of them sometimes. You know, Jesus and Torres are, are great players. Torres has proven himself recently as well, like you said. Um, you know, when you have Buenos Diaz playing backfield. Buenos Diaz, mate! <laughs> Bro, Jao Cancel is a bit shaky Another sometimes. That's another young defender who's played decently. 23-year-old Buenos Diaz. Yeah. Ed- Edwin Diaz. Yeah, Dunk Ederson's brilliant, by the way. Kyle Walker, um, he's good, you know. I do want to say before we go, and I keep forgetting to mention. I just don't. I'm not sold. Kyle on Walker is so underappreciated, in my opinion. Yeah, I think he's one of the best backs in good. the Premier League. Okay, I, I, you know, I've watched when I watch their games, he has actually made up for a lot of errors that backline has had because he has, and, and he's sneakily fast. He's really fast. Oh, I mean, that's not. I mean, people know he's fast, right? That's, but like, you look at him, and you're like, this guy. I don't know about this bloke. He doesn't look that yeah. fast. And then all of a sudden, I'm watching this game. I mean, he's a right back, right? Yeah. And, and against Arsenal, he covered on the left side. He ran all the way across the field like the goddamn roadrunner. Yeah. And I noticed, you know, again, he, he's he's really helping. I mean, he might have, he maybe has been their most valuable player this season, in my opinion. Yeah, you know, and so I think... So Kyle Walker appreciation. I think playing... Threat. Yeah, and I think playing competitive soccer in England for different teams and... At such a high level, he's also got that mentality. You know, when he foul, when he fouls someone or takes someone down, you know, like he gets up and just walks away. He doesn't, you know, grab their hand. I mean, that's that's just who he is. I, yeah, I, I agree. I think he's gritty. He's fast. He's strength. He's he's a back that I think everyone would love on their team. Mm-hmm. Um, but like I said, it's just the center backs again. Like I seeing how Liverpool have evolutionized from seeing how important center backs are. It's just. I'm still not sold on Laporte. I don't want to be... Like, I'm not doing this because I'm salty. You know, I just genuinely... Are you sold on Laporte, honestly? For for how good he, they're making him out to be. Yeah, no, I haven't seen enough of him. I, I, I mean, I can confidently say right now... Uh, I mean, I guess I haven't seen enough. But, I I mean, Garbalish... I, I like Garbalish already more than Laporte. So, uh, that's yeah. me. Well, I mean, Garbalish over a That's lot obviously because I'm being bias but I'm just shocked at how well he plays physically how well some other defenders have played physically I don't I don't know if Laporte is physical enough he's physical yeah but I feel like the the center backs that are fast and physical are the ones that really you know, really are strong and I'm all for bringing in young guys into teams and you know slowly integrating them like, um, like I mean Buenos Diaz, Diaz might be that guy Diaz might be Buenos that guy Diaz. 23 if I recall right 23 yeah. he's getting to the age where he's mature like Garcia's isn't he young too? But I think that he might be he might be trying to leave Garcia. Well, because yeah. he keeps getting but, his head rammed. But your boy Buenos Diaz, I think he's a good prospect. Okay, well, you know, for me, when you're a team like Manchester City, you're competing in Champions League. You're you're goddamn, you're one and two for the Premier League. You you have to have a solid foundation at center back to really be successful in both these competitions. And you know. I don't know, man. I just need to see more from that okay. from center back pairing, and that's that's harsh for me to say because they just got a clean sheet against Sheffield. So. Yeah. Well, I want to like you said, maybe you have Rodri dropping back. You have so, maybe Silva and De Bruyne tracking back a little more than usual. So, 
and it's affecting the guys up top. Yeah. So we'll see, I guess, what, what they can do. They need to score more than the Sterling's having a fucking not good season, is he? Yeah, him and De Bruyne haven't done much, but we'll see. We'll see what these lads oh, do so much for coming KDB going forward. Why? <laughs> wow, I don't see anything there. Injured, injured, no goals. Yeah, so he's talking yeah, he's, he's, the, best, about he's the best player, right? That's wild. That's crazy. All right. Uh, Consistency. So Chris Wilder, this, the Sheffield boss, is winless in his last 11 matches, which is the longest winless run in his career. Percent chance that Sheffield gets relegated this year? 90%. Okay. That's all we want to say about them. You said their ass. We'll move on. A pair of results I want to talk about. I'm lumping these together because it, it, it pairs a couple teams that are struggling a bit here. Villa 3, Southampton 4. Um, Southampton actually scored the first four goals of this match. Vestergaard, Ward-Prowse had a brace, and Ings scored. Uh, for Villa, it was Mings, Watkins, and Grealish. And then also I want to say Newcastle to Everton won. Callum Wilson, the brace for Newcastle. Calvert-Lewin, a late goal for Everton. I want to mention Everton and, and Villa. We talked about them a few weeks ago as teams. Hey, who's going to be the last one to be undefeated? Now, both of them have lost two in a row. Yeah. Which one of these two are you more concerned for right now? Honestly, I'm not concerned about... Well, if any of them, Aston Villa, just because of the pure quality on Everton and the coaching on Everton's ridiculous. So I think they'll bounce back. Um, and, and their losses weren't you know, terrible, for example. But neither was Villa's last game. I think they just made it close at the end. But 3-0, the leads does not look good. And then, you know, when you give up uh, four goals yeah. to Newcastle, it's not good. So defensively, it gets me worried a little bit because I think that was a problem of theirs last time yeah. around. Even though you have Tyrone Mings, um, you know, I think maybe they should start protecting, you know, the back a little bit more. Um mm-hmm. But yeah, I think they got to go back to drawing board and create it. But I'm not, I'm not worried about any of them. About as far as like you know, but Everton, I think they'll bounce right back. I think Aston Villa probably needs to go back to the drawing board and see where they can improve defensively and, and whatnot. Would you agree with that? Yeah, uh, I think they need to figure it out and they need to figure it out quick because, like you said, when you give up that many goals, that's when it becomes a problem. Yeah. In the Premier League, when you're if you're losing narrow games, say maybe if we took that chance a little better, we took that one, it could have gone a different way. When you're conceding goals, I, I don't see a, a way out because then you really start they start pouring in. Uh, so let's speak about the other team then that you know is that you're not as worried about Everton. Did you know that's the first time Carlo Ancelotti has lost consecutive league matches since 2014 in September, when he was the manager of Real Madrid. Uh, and that was a 4-2 loss to Sociedad and a 2-1 loss to Atletico Madrid. I mean, since then, he has not lost two consecutive matches as a Premier League manager. Uh, again, it was a little difficult. They didn't have James Rodriguez due to, due to a testicular problem. Uh, did you hear about that? His porn, did you hear his porn star friend? He was like, oh, no. <laughs> yeah. yeah. <laughs> so he had that. Richarlison still serving this, the uh, three-game ban. Yeah. Because he's a clown. So they're missing those two players. Key players. Right. And, and so that's kind of big because I saw a lack of creativity from them. But I do want to mention the, the interesting note of this match. Jordan Pickford was benched. Oh, yeah, yeah, yeah. Um, and so do you think going forward, Carlo Ancelotti, was that a message? Or is he giving a chance to the Olsen? I think his name was Olsen. Is he giving that kid a chance? Or is, is this just like a, hey, Pickford, stop fucking around. You're back next game. You know, I think. What was the kid's name? 
Robin Olson. Robin Olson. He's yes. not a kid. He's a thirty-year-old man. Okay. <laughs> um, he's in loan. From I'm a man. I'm thirty. He's on loan from Roma, so I think this was more of a message because I think you'd always want your, you know, your starting goal, goalkeeper to start over a loanee that's you know, right? You know, thirty. That I don't see them resigning. I think they just brought this lad on for back for backup. Mm-hmm. But. Um, it's concerning, and I think Ancelotti knows where the problem is. I think he's slowly trying to get Pickford out of the club. I know that sounds grim, but I think it all starts with this. Well, he's not trying then, to kill him. No, it could be worse. but I think I think where Ancelotti <laughs> wants his team and and the overall quality. I think he wants a you know a top level goalie, and unfortunately, Pickford for England is different than Pickford in the league, in my opinion. Mm-hmm. Um, and I think Ancelotti, whether you know, probably it could be in January, bro. You never know when they're going to bring in a goalie, but I think that's that's his next sign. They tried this window. They they, they did. They tried to bring Romero in, and and, uh, the guy from United whose wife got mad. Oh yeah, yeah. you know that wouldn't have been a good signing though. My they were looking for it. They need to bring in you know an Edward Mendy type fucking guy. They need you know because that team is is getting close to being complete. Okay, so let's yeah I agree they're solid. Well let's I think Pickford will start next game. Yeah, That's I my think opinion. so too. I, I figured. I just thought it was interesting. Yeah, to see what happened there. Now, going for before we go forward and just round out the week's matches, I do want to give a shout out to Southampton. This is a team that's ahead of Villanelle, and they're tied with Everton. They're in fifth place on thirteen points. Super low key, and I think I picked them to get relegated. And I actually remember thinking early in there, hey, they were hot at the end of last year. They're going to be good this year. They started out poor, but they're on a good run now. But Danny Ings left this game injured, and it looked pretty bad. Did he die again? He did die again, and I, I don't know what the new prognostic. I'll be honest. This week, I haven't been on Twitter terribly large yeah, amount. No, yeah, I understand. Uh, but I will say, and it's not on purpose. Wow, they have a landing small bone on their team. Yeah, so my, my question is, are they going to still be able to f- do it without Danny Ings going forward? No, they can't. Because you can't bank on two worldies from James Ward-Prowse, as good of a player as he is. Um, you can't bank on that because, like I, I keep saying, this the overall quality on this team. Yeah. Um, wow. So yeah, that's he's gonna. Season. It's another knee thing that's gonna be four to six weeks, is what it says. Oh, okay, so it's like a. It's not a terrible knee injury, but I mean, it's bad. Yeah. Okay. But yeah, I, they 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 don't have the quality, you know. Unfortunately, Southampton. I I know I say it a lot, but that's just the facts. Um, without, Can Theo Walcott with, step in? No, he can't. And I think you could speak for me when, when I say that. He, he he had a stint at Arsenal where he got red hot as the as the number nine, but he that's not his position. Look, so. uh, you know they're they they really need your boy to step up. Ward Prowse, who has no, been no, he's got to yeah he's got to play like how he always is. But Che Adams has yeah, to step up. That's your now. boy, mate. That's my boy. Yeah, um, but yeah, that's it's definitely worrying. And I know Southampton's on a good run, but. I'm just totally not sold on them. All right. So let's see what happens. I, yeah, I, I feel like these next few weeks will be difficult to navigate. They are lucky because they have the international break. So that he won't, you know, there's there's a week there that don't they don't they have, have a game and they he don't can have recover. Inter- yeah, they don't have international players. Well, right. But, but my point being is they won't be playing that week. So at least that's not a week that Ings Bro, will be missing a match. You all, see what I'm saying? Does yeah, that make sense? Don't get me wrong. Everton's... A good team that they beat, but these teams that they beat, Burnley, West Brom. Yeah, I mean, again, I just wanted to give them a shout out for being so high in the table. Yeah, yeah, shout out. Yeah, all right. So you know what? Um, yeah, I shouldn't shit on you that much. Good job. <laughs> to round the week, Wolves two, Crystal Palace nil, eight Nuri and Potence the goals there, and then Fulham two, West Brom nil, West Brom with the McDonald's kits. 
Reed and Aina, the goals for Fulham. Nice win for them. Their first of the season. Uh, anything from those two matches before we move on? No, I'm just happy Fulham finally fucking did something with their lives. All right. Yep, and they're out of the relegation zone, I believe now, aren't they? Also, a worldly goal from that guy. What was his fucking name? Aina. Aina. Okay. I mean, that was the shot. You're like, whoa, what a goal was it? Yeah. yeah, dude. Week, uh, week seven scores. Let's go to those. We're going, you know, a little later than we do in the week. You did not participate this week, Ryan. Can you explain yourself? I just got lost in the sauce, dude. Lost in the sauce. You know what? You missed out on a big week. Remember how last week the scores were horrendous? Yeah. This week, Steve led the way with 20. 20 points. In second this week was Nikhil with 19. Brian had 18. I had 17. And Jeff, the Canadian caboose, true to his namesake, 15 points. You but know still, what, that's though? a lot of points for last place. This season, I'm going to pull off Donald Trump. I know these scores aren't rigged. I, I'm not getting my points. How are the scores rigged, mate? You're it's just only taking seven away points from me, bro. I didn't take any points away. You just got you 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 did not your score didn't change from last week. So I didn't give you a zero. You this is your doing. You need to pick. <laughs> you you picked the wrong week to miss out on. But you're not. I mean, it's not far. It's early days. So overall, where does that put us? First place is Brian, fourteen point eight six average. Second place is me at fourteen point two nine average. Third place is Steve, 13.83. You're in fourth at 13.67. Nikhil's in fifth at 13.5. And Jeff, the Canadian Gooboos, 12.29 average. Mate, you need to get that up. Uh, any comments before we move on? All right, before we get to the predictions, I want to shout out the draft table. Um, Brian remains in four, first. His teams have 48 points. Goal differential of plus 14. I've moved up to second. 45 points. Goal differential of minus one. Why is my team's fucking up? Third place is you with 43 points. No, our t- our, all our teams are doing well. 48, 45, 40, you have 43, plus 14 goal difference. And then there's a gap where Steve with 30 points, minus nine goal difference, and then Jeff's teams are on 25 points with a minus 18 goal difference. Now, uh, I don't know if you heard the segment with Brian last week. I, I know you heard the, the episode. What are your thoughts on, because we, we, we really have six main i'd say contributors our panel right i'd say they're a big part of the show now yeah the panel um and we have only five teams at the draft table so my thought is how do we determine who's relegated next year and that's not in the draft table do we now brian and i were were discussing do you base it on the draft table where you have no control over that or do we base it off the predictions relegated what do you mean relegated? so we have six guys yeah so Next year, the draft, you can only do a draft of five people because each gets four teams. It's, it's oh, yeah. Even. I don't so, know. We'll figure that out when the time comes. So get, well, let's talk now so people don't think it's rigged. Like this, like you said, like Trump. Okay, <laughs> mister. My thought is, since we have control over it, I think the predictions should determine who gets relegated. Thoughts? Sure. Because the draft table, you made the picks. They're in. You can't really do shit about it now. Yeah. Okay, I agree. Okay, so we're going to go off that. Listeners, let us know what you think. Where can they tell us what they think? At the Footy Corner 2 on Twitter. So do you agree with us? Who gets relegated next year? Nikhil, you're on tap to be in. Um, I guess you're promoted from the championship, uh, even though we can have a different way of determining it from now on. So let's go to our Week 8 predictions. Hopefully uh, everyone continues the great weeks. All right, we start out. There's a game Friday. There have been games Fridays, mate. Yeah. We've been watching them. Sometimes, I think. I don't know. This one may not be one to watch. We got Brighton and Burnley at the My Amex. My life's a big clusterfuck always, so <laughs> I don't know what's going on. I've got Brighton 2, Burnley nil, and I have Leandro Trossard finally scoring. Uh, Brighton 2, Burnley 1, 
and off Trissard as well. All right. Southampton. I hope, I hope he takes their pens. Cause I don't well with Mape Hurt. Who knows? Southampton, Newcastle. In the South Coast, I got Southampton 1, Newcastle 1, Callum Wilson. I got 1-1 one, one as well. And, yeah, Callum Wilson because Danny Ings is injured. Okay. Everton, Man United. This is a big game. Um, I you know originally what changed that. Newcastle 2, Southampton 1. I apologize. Did I say that? Oh, you said 1. I don't know what you said. Who, who's your goal scorer? Um, Callum Wilson. Okay. Uh, Everton, Man United. Big game. Mm-hmm. I originally was going draw. Man United has really shit the bed lately. Richarlison still still serving. I think he's back, and Thomas Rodriguez is back. Wow! Is I've he? got Everton two. Yeah, I think from he's coming balls? back from his testicle problem. I've got Everton two, Man United one, Dominic Calvert Lewin. Um, I have Everton three, United one, and I like Calvert Lewin because I'm not 100 percent sure if Richarlison's playing. All right, Palace hosting Leeds. We got Palace one, Leeds two. Patrick Bamford, I think, will strike. Um, I like it's gonna be. I think it's gonna be one one or two two, two two, and I'm gonna go with Zaha. All right, Chelsea hosting Sheffield. Oh, you know what? I'm changing to Jack Harrison. Mate, I'm gonna have trouble figuring this shit out. No, I'll do it. I'll do it. Have a word with yourself. I'll do it. it. Jack Harrison. Okay, what's the score you had? Two two. Okay, two two. Jack Harrison. Yeah. All right, Chelsea Sheffield. I think Chelsea finally does give up a goal, even though Sheffield's pretty shit. Um. I got Chelsea 3, Sheffield 1, Timo Werner. I got 3 now on Timo Werner. All right, West Ham hosts Fulham. I mean, I don't know what to say about this game. West Ham 2, Fulham 0, and I have Bowen, my boy. Okay, I got 2-0 too. I swear to God, I'm thinking. No, that's fine. Um, I don't want – I'll go Fornalis. Fornalis. Fornalis, yeah. He scored this past week. Yeah. West Brom hosts Tottenham. I got West Brom 0, Tottenham 2, Harry Kane. Um, I like Tottenham 2, West Brom 0, and I'll – yeah, Harry Kane because he takes their pens. Leicester Wolves. This should be a fun one. It'll be interesting. It's one that I originally wanted to pick Wolves, but I think 1-1, Vardy. I think 2-1 because it's in Leicester, and I'll go Vardy. All right. Goal machine. But Harvey Barnes is a really fucking enticing pick, but yeah, Vardy. Hey, Brian, are you going to live? Are yeah. you going to pet him to score? But I think it's 2-1 because I think Wolves really, I don't know why, I just feel more comfortable with them at the Molina. Yeah. Molinex, whatever you call it. I mean, I think, yeah, Wolves just played a fantastic game against Palace, but you never, I, yeah. them, you never know Quality's what you're different, though, too. Yeah. So. Brendan Rodgers, you never know what's going to happen. Yeah. Your big game, uh, Man City, Liverpool. Uh, I've got 1-1. I think it's in that's head. I've got Mohamed Salah as my goal scorer, though. It's either going to be 3-1 or 3-2, Liverpool. Uh, well, you got to pick one. Yeah, I know. Um... I'll go 3-1. Okay. Sorry, 3-2. Three, I'll go 3-2, three, two, three, and two. I'll go Mo Salah. Okay. Um, Arsenal, Aston Villa, which is going to be on during the Bears game, so I have an issue. I have a problem. Uh, but I'll figure it out. Oh, laptop and TV. Yeah. Arsenal's been having goal-scoring issues, yeah. and their defense has played well. But Villa has also had defensive issues. And that's exactly why I'm saying Arsenal 2, Aston Villa 1, because I think Aston Villa's been electric on offense. I I'm going the same one. thing on bombing, just so it doesn't sound like a copy. Yep, I had a bombing, too. So there you go. 2-1. Okay. okay, so that's it, guys. Let us know your predictions. Everybody get them in. We've been doing a good job of getting them in. If you're listening and you haven't done it and you're nervous and scared, just put them in and see what happens. We might have a new person join the chat. Yeah. So we'll see what happens there. Um, I might have to start writing my thing because I'm starting to dip in form. Well, mate, I've given you the opportunities. You're just like, I'm going to do it off the cuff. You had a good couple weeks, and now you fluffed your lines. I've gotten carried away. (laughs) 
Vlad, what's going on with you? I thought my instinct was good enough. Unlucky, I guess. I'm feeling some smart pop during editing, mate. Not All smart right. pop, but I have pop secret. Oh, man. Let's do it. I'm in. I'm feeling it, too. You also look you look like you need some energy right now. What are you talking about? No, you've brought energy to the show. Like, your voice is showing it, but your eyes, you look very tired. <sighs> I'm honestly not that <laughs> tired. I don't know what to tell Fair you. Fair play. Fair play. All right. Let's go to the comments. All right. Let's go to the comments. Uh, the first comment in is from Steve, and he made shout a shout-out to Steven Gerrard, fucking Stevie G. Um, Steven Gerrard's been doing great managing Rangers in 17 games this season, 15 wins, 14 clean sheets. Uh, there have been they rumors have Europe, in the past. They have a Europa game tomorrow, too. They do, and, there have been, and it's a big one that yeah. they're actually underdogs in. There have been rumors in the past of him going to Derby, Bristol City. Um, where do you see his next job being? I know he eventually wants Liverpool. I mean, but they have a manager there. His do you time see will him? Come. Right. But do you see him stepping somewhere else before, or is he going to be at Rangers until it's time? I think if the right Premier League job opens for him, he'll join them. Um, so you don't, you do not think he'll go to the Championship. I think we've talked about it briefly, but no, you don't think. I, you know, I think he, he's had his opportunities, and I think there's a reason why he's not going. Okay. You know, I, I'm not a fan of. Of you know these guys going because look you look at Frank Lampard and he doesn't have to go to a championship team you know you're successful with the Premier League team yeah but maybe he'll want to Wait, show Frank people. Lampard did manage a championship team didn't he uh, I think he, maybe right he Derby did. bro he did Derby right oh he did do Derby yeah yeah I think so Derby seems to be the team that people just move on. it was Derby wasn't it oh I guess so well never mind I guess he proved me different um. I don't know. No. You know what? Fuck it, dude. You know what? Was You're chilling in Rangers. You yeah. know what? You're in an easy league. Get your dubs. Get your, you know, until the right job comes, go. But, you're, you know, you're comfortable right now. Okay. We'll see. I don't know. don't like take a make... fucking foreign Like, when I say foreign, I mean, like, Spain, because English managers don't do good there. I could see him potentially taking a championship position, but maybe not one that's going to definitely be promotion, because then if he makes it in the Premier League with that team... Then what's going to happen if Liverpool's like, by the way, come? Well, I think then he'll go. And I think I think any anyone that signs him knows that if the Liverpool job opens and they they want him, he'll go. All right. I think I you know that's pretty universal. Okay. It's yeah. Like Lampard with with Chelsea. It's like if that had happened, they would you know. So we'll see what happens on that front. Um, so Steve also sent in uh, a question: the players who made you fall in love with your club. It was a tweet that was that by Bleacher Report. Mm. Um, and it shows Messi with Barcelona, shows Ronaldo with Real Madrid, shows Gerard with Liverpool. And Torres. And Torres. And Lampard with Chelsea. And then he said... With Dr- and Drogba. Then he said the person that made Jeff Paris fall in love with his club, and it's Sheikh Mansour. <laughs> <laughs> uh, but that brings a good question, and I want the listeners... Hey, let us know what your answer is. Who's the player that made you fall in love with your club? I'll let you go ahead first. So... I say fall in love, Steven Gerrard, but I say what initially got me to really enjoy watching them and was just, you know, I think someone that got me watching them consistently and made me want to watch them was Fernando Torres. Okay. Yeah. You know, that was someone that was an absolute electric factory. Yeah. And I, well, in my case, I think the guy that... The goal score. When you're young, you like the goal scores. And it's funny you mentioned that. The guy that started me at watching Arsenal, but I wouldn't say it got me to fall in love with them. But started yeah, Stevie G was Robin Van Persie, uh, but but after that, I mean the the one that when I when I watched and I saw and I think this was around the time that I really 
like my emotions would get really crazy when, when the result would go one way or another was Santi Cazorla. Just the magician in the midfield. You know, he's such a good player. First jersey I had of theirs was yeah. Santi Cazorla that you got me for my birthday. So, yeah, I'm going to go. It's not a conventional one. A lot of people wouldn't say that. A lot of people may have said Cesc Fabregas. You know, they may have said, you know, uh, going back further to Henry. But, I, I'm, you know, I didn't really see Henry in Arsenal as a fan. Uh so I, I, you know, I'm not my, my, plastic. It's just that I didn't. You know what's wasn't funny? Privy to it. Everyone's before. first jersey is someone. My first jersey we're looking at right now. It's signed by Chabi Alonso. Mm-hmm. Um, it's no name on the back. <laughs> it's yeah. just their uh, 2009 jersey, okay. 2008 maybe. I don't know. And I wore that. Yeah. When we went to Anfield. Yeah. I wore it. You're like, dude, when we go, I don't have a jersey. I was like, all right, I'll give you one. And then when we went to the Emirates, you gave me your uh, your Ozil jersey. Yeah, the Ozil jersey. Yeah. So, and I, yeah. And yeah. I had my Cazorla. Um, but yeah, now, now it's hung up here because Chabi Alonso got his hands on it. Yeah. Um, it was when the Bayern had a training session. We went to it at yeah. Soldier Field. My first, my first name jersey was TVG, though. Okay. Uh, awesome. So, yeah, let us know, everyone. Send your thoughts in. Where at again? At the footy corner, too. All right. Let us know who your first name jersey was, too. Yeah. I think it would be interesting to share on the show. Steve asks, and it's in the form of a poll, so I think we can answer it. If you have not, um, we have we obviously have not answered it from our, our account because we want to stay kind of neutral on the case. We don't want to ruin the boats. We do it from our personal accounts. Is the Villa honeymoon over? We talked a bit about Villa before. Just a quick yes, no. Is the Villa honeymoon done? I'm going to say yes because the honeymoon means them being undefeated. So Really? And being European competitors. Well, yeah. I okay. Like Champions League. Yeah, no. So you don't see them doing well? I see them doing well, but when we say honeymoon, that's like the sex is incredible. Like, you know, it's all, you know, fun and games. But I mean, you're going to lose now, you know? You're going to lose now. Gonna, like... You're going to take some L's. It's like marriage. It's like, you know, you're past the honeymoon phase. You're going to get some L's. All right. You're going to go through some rough times. Yeah, I as well think it's over. We'll share the results on the next show. Guys, remember, uh, I guess when this comes out. Not that I'm married. You'll have have about a day to vote on it. Uh, We've retweeted it. So let us know what you think on that one. Uh, I think it's very interesting. Uh, Did you see Nikhil share the banter that Jamie Carragher sent? to Gary Neville. Uh, of course, they have a little thing going on the, on the station they're on. It was him with Champagne saying, play Pogba on the left of the front three. I think <laughs> it's because they lost their match. He yeah. he kind of ribbed at him. Uh, your thoughts on that very briefly? No, I love Jamie Carragher. I think it's, it's great banter. But I feel like sometimes, um, I think Jamie Carragher takes it better than, than Neville does. Yeah. <laughs> I think so. Gary Neville, yeah, it's interesting. Uh, so... Liverpool had a, a great outing against Atalanta. Um, I, you know, I found out about it a little later. Five nil at Atalanta. Yeah, it was five nil, and you guys were, you were in a chat. I mean, I was teaching a class, and by the time I got, I was like, damn, I, I, I've missed Champions League the last two days, unfortunately. But I saw the score. I was like, man, that was a lot higher than I expected because Atalanta played real well last year. You know, they're a good and team. And this year, they're yeah, and they've been go. solid. Uh, but he said, uh, Steve says that's the last last time Atalanta was kept scoreless, was a 0-0 draw against Sampdoria almost a year ago, and they were a man down in that game. So so shout-out, I guess, props to Liverpool. This is the Atalanta in Italy, not the Atlanta that's going to determine maybe one of the states in this election. Yeah. <laughs> well, so, they will determine one of the yeah. states in the... You, you call, and you called Atalanta a fraud. Atlanta, right? Please yes. explain your thoughts well, there. I think I speak for myself. So, There's only one Atlanta. Nikhil it's posted... Georgia. Yeah, that's... Nikhil posted... That attempting, uh, it's a tweet originally from uh, Melissa Reddy, 
Um, yeah, she's he, a top Liverpool person. He says att- uh, she wrote attempting to buy a toilet roll greater than Man United attempting to defend tonight. That was in their game against Istanbul by Shakir, which there is a clip of three zebras out of position. Zebras being those awful jerseys Man United has. And uh, Demba balling it off to this lad that scored for Istanbul. Um, it's pretty cool seeing Demba Ball playing soccer again. <laughs> Wasn't it? Like, holy yes. shit. You know, yeah. they also, you know who Istanbul Bishik, they had Fabio. Uh, he used to Unreal. play for United. Not the model, Fabio. No, no. <laughs> yeah, I remember You him. know Raphael and yeah. Fabio? Yeah, number two. twins. Yeah, yeah, yeah. So Bananas. this guy was uh, playing for Istanbul today. It was interesting. You know, wow. it's always cool seeing the, the Turkish teams because you know there's going to be an old Premier League player on that team. That's Always. true. That's true. At least one. Yeah. Uh, Brian is back. And what I mean by that is his original handle, right? With the election being done. Yeah. Brian says, I'm back on this account, baby. I imagine there will be a lot less infuriating slash depressing news across the board. So I'm allowing myself to return. So, what? guys, you can reach him at, at BDM6985, not at what, footy replay or whatever. Well, let me tell you, Brian. This is a wild time to say, you know, this is the mo- probably the most toxic time on social media with the presidential election going on. So I think this is a sign of him being happy with how it's the outcome. Yes. Is. OK. Yes. Um, and I will say this, Brian, mind you, for <laughs> us having to figure out your damn handle every time when we tweet things uh, that said, congratulations and welcome back. Uh, Remember, Brian, don't let other people get to your head, man. Yeah, absolutely. And shit where you want to shit. Yeah. Okay. Uh, we had a couple polls that went out, and I just want to go over the results. Uh, it was a poll that we talked about last show. Did you vote on it? Yeah, I voted. Did you vote on everything, mate? I think so. The, uh, so this particular poll, there were quite a few votes that came in. It was a question on who will finish higher in the Premier League table this season. Comment why Leeds United, Aston Villa, Leeds wins 53% to 47%. It was close. Steve said Villa have been giving up fewer goals. Oh, that was before this week's game. Yeah, that's okay. um, the rest is just the eye test for me. For you, um, you know, Leeds has the higher percentage. Who did you go with? Uh, I went with Villa. Uh, experience, um, overall quality in the group, uh, and just on-field leadership. I yeah. like Aston Villa. And I also had Villa, so it was interesting. Leeds with the... Win there, at least in terms of the poll. Uh, last week's Player of the Week, just going over that very briefly. Oh, that's not Player of the Week. That was nonce. Uh, I believe if I... Re- oh, it's down here. I think that was Patrick Bamford, if I remember correctly. It was. Patrick Bamford wins 44% of the vote. James Ward-Prowse had 40. Wilf Zaha had 11. And Son got a lot of votes. had 5. Yeah, it's, I'm telling you, the uh, the Leeds fans came out to vote, yeah, I guess. Yeah, they always do. Uh, so that was the result of that one. Now, let's talk Mount Rushmore. Uh, it was Halloween time. Therefore, we did Halloween candies. Uh, there was a lot of controversial stuff that happened. Brian won 67% to 33 over me, and I feel like I lost because I was being true to myself. I put Almond Joy in the mix. I had Snickers, Kit Kat, Starburst. You say Starburst. that, but we're always true to ourselves, bro. I had Snickers. Are you saying that I cater? No, I'm just... You weren't even in this. I know, but it's just This wasn't like, you. You say because I stay true to myself. Are you implying that you don't always stay true to no, yourself? No, I'm saying that I could have said... Twi- you know, a- another candy that I consider close to Almond Joy, like, similarly. But that's your favorite. Right, and I... But, so there but shouldn't be anything thing. close, bro. 
No, because I knew no one likes it. Like, I know <laughs> I like something <laughs> no, that I know like no one likes. I talked to Nick on, on uh, just right now. He likes Almond Joy. Yeah, but a majority of the people do not like it. And that's fine with me because I get more of it. So fuck you all. I had Snickers, Kit Kat, Starburst, and Almond Joy. Brian has Reese's Peanut Butter Cups, Skittles, Peanut Butter M&M's, or Peanut M&M's, I should say, and York Peppermint Patty. So he I'm wins, not a York Peppermint Patty guy. He wins all. 67 to 33%. Matt Dunphy says, Almond Joy, question mark. And I said, yeah, I know it's not popular, but I'm a big coconut guy. Can't go away from my roots to cater to the people. Yeah. What are your What's your top four? Matt said Reese's uh, cups, Snickers, Skittles, and Take Five. You remember Take Five? Oh yeah. Uh, he said your boy likes chocolates. You responded. Your top four is Reese's, Kit Kat, M and M's, Snickers. Is there a certain kind of M and M's? Uh, the peanut butter ones. So you're a big chocolate guy too, then. Giant. And okay. you know what? I was debating between Snickers and Twix. Yeah. It's a tough Twix choice. This is, you know, tough. It is. So it's a it's a top top candy. So there, I'm a caramel. There merchant. it stands. So with Brian winning, and I think you won the previous one. I'll let you pick first this week. This week's Mount Rushmore, guys, is we're going with the worst sports franchises, mm-hmm. and it's possible these franchises did well in the past, but not since we've been around, at least. You know, like so this may be a team that you may be like, well, they were good in the past. I'm gonna hey, take the we're first going pick. Off Okay, so it's yeah, it's you can either do first or second. Pick. So you any first. sport, anything. Yep. Well, I was born in 1995, and ever since then they've been dog shit. shit. You're gonna pick my pick. Well, Cleveland Browns. Oh, okay. Yeah. Cleveland Browns have not ever been good. They actually even ever since you've been moved had an expansion team and still sucked. Yeah. Okay. Well, the Cleveland Browns are ass and have been ass ever <laughs> ever since I remember. Yeah. I don't think they've made the playoff or like won a playoff game since. I was born, even. Mm-hmm. I don't know. All right. So I'm going to go with them. Uh, and I'm reliable, gonna, Cleveland. All right. Well, that'll take me to the team, the other team that also has gone 0-16 in our lifetime. In 2008, when Dan Orlovsky went out of the back of the end zone, I got to go with the Detroit Lions. Okay. They're always at the bottom of the NFC North. Um, and, yeah, they've been pretty shit. And I, have they made the playoffs since you've been born? Or the Lions. Do you remember them making the playoffs? I don't remember them, no. And they have a competent quarterback, which is the wildest part of that. Right. So I'm going to go Detroit Lions with my first pick. Now, it gets a little more dicey with the second pick because there are a few teams out there. You know, there's one where you can say, ah, they're kind of an expansion team still. But this seems, you know, I have a few. And I'm having trouble right now thinking about which one to go with. But I'm going to have to take the Charlotte Bobcats. So as great of a guy Michael Jordan is, the Charlotte Bobcats are one of the worst basketball teams I've ever seen in my life. Yeah. They've been around now for, I think, 16 or 17 years. Well, now they're the Hornets. Yes, the Charlotte Bobcats slash Hornets. Yeah. So so not the... You thought they were still the no. Bobcats? So not the... But, but, but I want you to know that it's not the initial Charlotte Hornets, because they've become the New Orleans Pelicans. Right? So it's a little bit oh, of a confusion. Oh, okay, so, okay. so that's why I said Bobcats, because that's what the original... So we could say Charlotte Bobcats slash Hornets, but I don't want... See, if I wrote Hornets... I understand what you're saying. I feel like some of the old school guys would be like, Larry Johnson was good. But yeah, I'm not talking about that one. Because they're the Pelicans now, right? And they have Zion and they're, you know... So maybe I'll write Charlotte Bobcats and in parentheses I could say now Hornets. Uh, But that team is ass. That team stinks. I think the only good player they've ever had is Kemba Walker. They've been around, like I said, 16 or 17 years and then they've been in the lottery 12 of those years or 13. So they're bad. So give me the Charlotte Bobcats slash Hornets. Correct. Okay. Yeah. 
So you're up for two now. Um, I like the New York Jets. Mm-hmm. Oh, okay. Um, I think they made the playoffs once in my life, and that was with Revis Island. Uh-huh. Other than that, Chad Pennington's their best player that I've seen, and that says a lot. <laughs> so New York Jets. I've okay. seen the Giants do really well, obviously, win a Super Bowl. Never the Jets. Who else do you have? It's your turn again. So I don't want to stick with all football. So I'm going to go on the basketball side of things. Okay. The Sacramento Kings. Yep, I had them on my list. They, um, <laughs> so the reason why I was kind of dicey on them is because when I, like my youngest memories of them. They were actually They were good. For two years. They made years. it to the NBA Finals, actually. But ever since then, like the rest, I don't remember them being in the playoffs. Just well, did they make the finals or were they in the semifinals? They kept losing the Lakers. Oh, yeah, right. That was the semifinals. Divac and Stojakovic, huh? yeah. Okay, yeah. Western and Conference. Yeah. They were good for like three years, and then they've, they've been yeah. ass. So Sacramento Kings for me. All right. I am going to do – so I've got two picks. I'm going to do sports diversity. I want to pick a team from every sport. Even though I have a couple of teams from basketball and football that I agree with that are <laughs> shit, yeah, yeah, yeah. I want to do sports diversity. So I'm going gonna, I'm gonna to make my way over to baseball. Right. And in baseball... This was a tough one, though, because a lot of teams have had their little seasons, like the Royals. Right. Before... If they hadn't won the World Series, it was definitely them. They'd be there. So since they did, I'm going to pick a team that I've only seen maybe in one playoff or two playoff games, and it's always in the wild card game, but outside of that, they're trash. I'm going to go with the Pittsburgh Pirates. You're going to say Pittsburgh, I know. I'm a big... You know, I like their stadium. I like their town. But, man, aside from the year they had Garrett Cole and when they had McCutcheon, and that was recent. Yeah. Ever since my time... And, and you have to realize, I watched baseball when they got rid of Barry Bonds, just as they've gotten rid of Barry Bonds. The Pittsburgh Pirates stink. So I'm going to go with them. And then I hate doing this, but i got to go to hockey, you know, because I'm want i doing sports diversity. I'm going to go to hockey. You might take my pick And here. for me, they've been good recently, like maybe one or two years now, but the, the Arizona slash Phoenix Coyotes, to me, oh, wow. have, not. have been uh, a general shit show. With Shane Down? You know, well, again... They, they yeah. they've almost moved a couple times. Yeah. So Shane Doan, yeah, I mean, unfortunately Shane Doan was a was a holdover from the the Winnipeg teams that were good. And he's always been good, but that team, you know, they've gone through thirty thousand different jerseys. They've they've said they're going to move. They went to a new stadium that didn't do so hot. I've gone to one of their games and I saw more Hawks jerseys in a game the Hawks weren't even playing in yeah. than than Coyotes jerseys. So yeah. maybe it's gotten better. So but, there was a hockey team, I want to say, but you know what? Like you said, I'm going to stay true to myself. This team has been especially shit. Um, I'm going to go with the Chicago State basketball program. What the, but but that's not in the major sports, mate. Oh, Chicago State yeah, basketball? You no, you can't do that. Because <laughs> I just get shit bumped by Purdue every I, year. I know. I would have picked the college team, too, mate. There's some college I was also thinking Kansas football. Yeah, no. So that's no. no. Yeah, no. You got to pick a pro okay, team. Sorry. Then, franchise. All right. Franch- I apologize. So since I have two football teams Franchises. and a basketball, I'll do the same thing. I'll pick a hockey team. Okay. I'll go with the Florida Panthers. Okay. Um, yeah, I when they made the Stanley Cup, you were like one. So I don't remember yeah, that. Yeah, I remember. That's um, why. They've yeah. been shit since I can remember. That's a good one. Um, they actually were not bad last season, two mm-hmm. seasons ago, but no. Yeah, In just, general, they shit. just don't do it. Tampa's the Florida team. Any honorable mentions? Like I said, Chicago State basketball, Kansas football, the Jacksonville Jaguars. Okay. Get a big shout out. <laughs> Jaguars. Yeah, definitely the Jaguars. Um, I'm going to add on here, I had the uh, Cincinnati Bengals. 
Oh. And they had, like, two good seasons with, what, Palmer and Ocho Cinco? Yeah. And I also have the Minnesota Timberwolves. Oh, yeah. I mean, Um, I know they have Carl Anthony Towns now, but, I mean, back from when I've been born to, like, recently. If it wasn't for the last two seasons, I would put the Padres up there. Yeah. The Padres, yeah. Padres have traditionally been pretty shit. Yep. The Orioles. Oh, yeah. They were really, yeah, 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 they were really good when I was young. Yeah. Yeah. Um, And the Blue Jays. Oh, yeah. I guess for you... For me, when I started watching, they won the World Series the first year I watched yeah. baseball. Yeah, I but mean, they for me, they just had, like, two good seasons with Joey Bats. Other than that, I mean, they've been good recently. I mean, they have some young guys right now, but, I mean, they're an exciting team, but... Jeff Paris would know. I remember the Cito Gaston days. Joe Carter, uh, Roberto Alomar. He'll, he'll, you know, he'll be happy that I mentioned these guys. Uh, yeah, I, I, you know, I, that's when I started watching baseball. The first World Series I saw was Blue Jays and Phillies, and it ended in a walk-off home run, so doesn't get more electric than that well and another one i would another last honorable mention for jeff paris especially canadian teams in the nhl playoffs <laughs> yes Hoyans. they haven't won since 1991 or two it was two two the montreal canadiens yes all right uh so again the choices this week the the picks Arian had the cleveland browns the new york jets the sacramento kings and the florida panthers I had the Detroit Lions, the Charlotte Bobcats slash Hornets, the <laughs> Pittsburgh bo- Pirates. Yeah. yeah, you paused, and I'm like, did I say something? The Pittsburgh Pirates and the Arizona slash Phoenix Coyotes. So let us know what you guys the think. The reason why I just can't say the Coyotes because I loved Shane Doan so much, and their jerseys were so cool. And yeah. they still are. Yeah, no, they are. So, yeah, I want, I want other people let us know what you think. Let us know your top four worst sports franchises. And it could be, you know, based on what you've seen, what you know. There, I mean, there isn't a wrong answer because it's all cyclic. Teams get well, better. Yeah, teams I mean, if you put the Patriots, that's a wrong answer. <laughs> there are wrong answers. If you pick the Blackhawks, there are wrong answers. That's true. Before before 2010, it would have been fine. but No, even now, bro. Well, that's, I mean, what, I'm well, that's what I'm saying. Before 2010, oh. before they went on those runs, yeah. they were a joke for about 20 years. Fifteen. No, we had Ronick Amante and fifteen uh, years. They were stanky, stank, stank, stank. (laughs) They were trash. (laughs) All right. (laughs) Let's. With that said, let's go to the winner of last week's nonce of the week. We had Justin Turner at fifty-six percent, which is still mind-boggling. I feel like there hasn't been any clarity in that whole situation. Yeah. No. No No one's come out. Yeah. Is he just? Does he still have COVID, bro? He got away with that. Do the Dodgers have COVID? I'm genuinely curious about that. Because there haven't been any videos of them celebrating. I mean, they're not allowed to. I mean, there's pictures of him high-fiving, like, Cody Bellinger, like, coming back out, like, being right next to people during the... Like, I'm curious. Like, it's it's big, actually, for, like, science reasons, too. Like, did he give these guys COVID or not? Like, if he didn't, that's good. It's incredibly, incredibly Nazi. Uh, Rudy Giuliani only got 33%. Oh, well, a lot of people had maybe watched Borat. That's true. Kevin Cash, the Rays manager, 11%. Kareem Benzema, 0%. No one blaming him for saying, uh, on my mother, do not pass the ball to Vinicius. He is playing against well, us. <laughs> I think we've all, we've all had that moment. I know I, I've done. I mean, it sounds bad of me to say that, but you can pick up sometimes or, or you know, some. I'll, like when I used to go with Zay, I used to just be like, dude, let's just work around this guy. Yeah. Fair play. <laughs> so, well, with that said, let's go to this week's Nonce of the Week. You are a nonce, You're a nonce, mate. Uh, we got a few good options. One of them was actually user sent. I believe Jeff and Steve, well, Steve, uh, sorry, Jeff Paris, shout out, sent this to us. Um, and Steve uh, reiterated and, and made a comment about it. Um, 
in this game, it's the um, it's a it's a it's a non-league match in Spain, okay, and the goalie, uh, Carlos Aguayo Torres, the glovesman for Vinaros CF, curled the ball in from 20 yards to get his side on level terms against ACD. It says Penis Cola, but <laughs> Penis Cola, right? That's yeah. how you say that. So he scores a crazy goal. He's wearing this green kit. The, the team just surrounds him. He's going bananas. He loves it. He's jogging to his goal all happy and shit. Slowly, albeit, the other team kicks off and just shoots and chips him. Scores. Uh, we have a clip of it, so check that one out. Uh, again, uh, Vinaros is uh, the goalkeeper. Carlos Aguayo Torres for scoring a goal as a goalie and then getting chipped right after it. So what were your thoughts on that moment? When that was it? wild, especially the lady that was in the video, like, yelling. <laughs> uh, yes. I think mean, everyone should watch it because it's actually hilarious. That's it's true. like It looks like it's like a ninth division league, too. It's mm-hmm. pretty funny. And there's, like, one ultra, and it's, like, a 90-year-old mom. It's pretty funny. It's bananas. Spanish yeah. non-league is not for the faint at heart. Uh, now, the Bears... We talked about rough game. Matt Nagy, nonce. Big terrible head coaching. But he was bailed by Javon Wims. So he's not up for nonce of the week. If you, some of you guys saw wide receiver Javon Wims, a seventh-round draft pick for the Chicago Bears, in the middle of the game, head's gone, just walks up to uh, New Orleans Saints defensive back C.J. Gardner-Johnson and just hits him. For, so first he open hand clocks him in the side of the head. The guy turns around, he's like, what are you doing? And then he takes another swing at him. Mate, first of all, you're punching a guy with a helmet on, okay? Uh, Javon Wims has been suspended two games for the punch. He claimed that, uh, that what's his name, C.J. Gardner-Johnson spit on him and took his mouth guard. Apparently there's no evidence on that. The guy, the guy said it didn't happen. So Javon Williams for punching. Yeah, first of all, for doing what he did, you don't do that. And second of all, you punched a man with a helmet on. What are you doing? All Just right, stupid. Javon Williams is on that list. Uh, then there's Kanye West. So a lot of you have, that have been following uh, Kanye and or politics know he said he was going to run for the election this year. Today, today I found out that he conceded. Yeah, defeat. and that's what he's nuts for, for yeah. conceding a race that he didn't even run in, honestly. Like, he really did not run in the race, right? And on top of it, he's announced his candidacy for 2024. Uh, Arian, any no. thoughts on Kanye for setting his sights on 2024? Kanye, I think, over the years, look, I understand maybe he's got mental illness, but he's not Chicago's king. He's not... any. I don't know. It's the shit that he's been doing is just no. Okay. I'm not a Kanye West guy at all. His music sucks too. It used to be good. I think it was overrated back then as well. Well, mate, you were like five. You were I like wasn't five. that old, that young? Yeah, you were like five. It was good back then. It was good. All right. It was good. You were like seven. Uh, then I know we talked about this. And we said, hey, this guy is a permanent nonce. We won't put him up for nonce week. But I feel like this is his last hurrah. We might. We were thinking of naming the segment after him. Donald Trump is threatening to sue literally every state that's voting Look, against him late here. This is not a bash on, you know, politics. More so just him, you know. Well, and coming out and saying, I've won. Yeah, that's wild. And it was clearly when still going. When the votes going, haven't come in. And saying that. 
the, the, the political system of counting votes is fraud. That's exactly what he said. And then he mentioned that he still wants to count votes in certain states, but not in others that would not benefit him. So, again, uh, a bit of a wild statement. On Twitter, he quote-unquote claimed Wisconsin and Michigan. I don't know why. <laughs> I don't know how you can do that. So, again, I mean... <sighs> But they're not. Like, they're blue right now. We're See, looking these at a map. Are, you can't just... That's that's not how it works. Right. This and, isn't a draft. And these are things you don't want out of a leader. So, again, if this was anyone running... Y- well, you, I'm you saying nonce because question. you're going against democracy, pretty much. Right. So, if Biden did this, he'd be nonce. Of course. That's exactly. For sure. Wow. I agree. 100%. I'm signing up for eHarmony. <laughs> <laughs> I am announcing it. Commercial. Every 14 minutes. Ah, she's... Mm. What do you mean? Uh, no, she, yeah, she is, but it's the camera and shit, believe okay. me. Okay, fair play. I mean, wow. Um, so then, uh, and that's she it. She does yoga, though, so that's a big... That's You know what that means. You know. Uh, so these are the four. We've got, uh, again, uh, Javon Wims yeah. for punching the Saints cornerback. Uh, we've got... The goalkeeper, Carlos Aguayo-Torres, for scoring and then getting chipped literally seconds later to lose the match. We got Kanye for conceding in a race he didn't even run in and then announcing he's running four years from now. And then Donald Trump for literally saying he's going to sue all the uh, the blue wall plus Georgia, <laughs> now plus Arizona, Arizona and Nevada. So oh, Nevada now, now he's saying Nevada too. And now so Donald Trump's suing the country. Well, and his rhetoric is now causing protests in Arizona, which is... Yeah, they were forced to leave today. Yeah. So, again, some wild stuff. Guys, let us know what you think. We're considering renaming the segment to Trump of the Week instead of Nance of the Week. Well, I don't want to make this politicized. That's yeah, the that's, problem. that's the issue. And like I said earlier, you know, if you prefer him, I'm me personally. I'm not speaking for you. I'm not going to judge you. What? No, I, I'm not going to judge people. I'm just saying that could be the name of it because he's done so many crazy things. Yeah. It's not named Personally, after- I'm not a fan of him. He's a nonce, I think. Well, what I'm, if you elect I mean, him if for whatever guy, reason. You know. Yeah, and if a guy is put up for it enough, man, the segment might as well be named after. But, but we'll hold on that. We'll hold. Let us know what you guys think. We'll hold on it. Um, let's go to the fantasy corner. Oh, wait. Before we do that, who are you picking? For nonce? Yeah. What are the You've got Aguayo, the goalkeeper. Uh, Javon Wims, Kanye West, and Donald Trump. I'm going to take out the goalie because he scored a goal. Okay. Um, but that's tough, bro. It's between Kanye and... I've got an answer. We keep calling... We've said Trump is a permanent nonce. Yeah. So I don't I'm, wanna, going, I, I'm going with Javon Wims. I'll go with Javon Wims, too. Because that could have probably cost us the game now. Yeah. Look back at it. Exactly. And he's going to he, – I'm surprised he hasn't been cut yet, but that's just me. Yeah. All right, uh, let's go now to the fantasy corner. Uh, top scores this week, James Ward-Prowse, your boy Ola Enya, the yep. uh, defender for Fulham, Ryan Eight noor defender for Wolves. It's your boy. Yeah, Ward, sorry, Ward-Prowse had 17. Aina and uh, Eight noor had, had 15. Grealish had 15. Tielemans had 15. And Kyle Walker had 15. By so the way – yeah, I'm not someone to say, go look this up. But if you have a chance, look up Ward Process's free kicks. I have never seen someone kick a free kick so, like, clean. Like, the second goal was, like, a clean line driving. The way it hits the back of the net, the side of the net, it's like a po- pockets in. So, like, the way he struck that, it's like... 
It's like fucking soccer porn. Would you say we haven't seen one of, one of those since Beckham? Ronaldo? Well, I... I'm not saying he's as good as them. No, no, no. I'm taking, I talking about free kicks. I've never seen anyone, like, pocket the ball like that. Like, a second free kick. Like, the way it just, like, hit the back of the net. Like, I don't know how to describe it. It's just it's beautiful. I'm yeah. not, not even Beckham or Ronaldo, I've seen that. Not, I mean, because Ronaldo's got that knuckleball, which right. is bananas. Yeah. And, and Beckham has the bend. It's this, true. This lad just pocket. Pocket city, baby. All right. So, top incomings, Zuma. Who has more goals this season than Aubameyang? Uh, a few other players, I think, which is wild. Uh, Ziyech, your boy Diego Yota is coming in. Grealish and Ward-Prowse. Mm-hmm. Top outgoings, Castagne, the defender from Leicester. Uh, James, or James, James Rodriguez. Uh, Danny Ings with the injury. Trent, Alexander-Arnold. And Roman Seis, the Wolves defender. Um, you know, it's it, it's been a tough year for defenders because there aren't that many clean sheets I feel like this year so I'm looking at the field of defenders and I'm trying to give some fantasy advice do you have any potential defenders, defenders. in fantasy do you want me to go before maybe Buenos Dias Buenos he'll Dias be, he'll be very nice he'll be cheap Buenos Dias he'll be cheap and maybe it, and we've talked about City you know holding you know what do we clean sheets and holding, shit holding you know <laughs> Man, sounds like they he's just got a tranquilizer. They haven't gun. been giving up as many goals. Okay. And um, I don't know if he's starting consistently, but I can't see anyone starting over him for now. Yeah. So you got your boy, quote unquote, Buenos Dias, new name, uh, new friend of the pod. Yeah. I am liking a lot of people are going with Kilman of Wolves. He's a $4.3 million defender. Again, though, I, I've looked at him. See, I do the eye test. And he's just this lumbering lad. Who they'll get clean sheets, but he's to me he's in the back. He may get a header goal here and there. I really like you said he's my boy. Ryan Ait Noor. Yeah. This, <laughs> dude, this guy <laughs> played wing back and he has goal scoring potential. I'm a Those big, wing backs are cheeky, mate. Right. Because they're they're called defenders. But if, they bomb and, up. Right. And so they have the, the they can score, they can get assists, and if your team gets a clean sheet, they get full credit for it. Question. Did you know what a ring wing back was before Conte in Chelsea? What, a wing back. What do you mean? Conte doesn't play wing back. He did though for Chelsea. He was like the first person to do fucking wing backs, I feel like. Really? No. For me, I always saw things as like you're a left back, not a wing back. I was like, what the fuck is a wing back? Yeah. Never ever I don't know who defined it for me, but Yeah. Conte played wing back? No, not that he played it, bro. Conte, when he managed. See, mate, I thought you were talking about <laughs> bro, I was the watching. player Conte who plays for Chelsea. <laughs> no. And I was like, bro, he's a defensive midfielder. <laughs> I got the manager. The Italian manager. <laughs> yeah, no, I know now. I was like, I, was I, he I Italian didn't... or Argentinian? He's Italian. Italian, yeah. yeah. So to- okay, yeah, Antonio I'm Conte. saying he was the first person to implement it. Either him or not he- Golo. Oh no, 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 it not wasn't Angolo. him. No, it wasn't him. It was Horny. It was um, believe Van Gaal. Van Gaal, yeah. With um, fuck, what's his name? Daily Blend. I feel like he played wing back. Yeah, I'm, I'm not sure who I, the first I saw do it was, but a lot it's of teams one of those it. too. It was like a newer concept. A lot of teams have done. Yeah, I don't know. If, yeah. I don't know if you heard of it before that. But I'm trying to remember when, but I, I don't. Yeah, maybe in Italy. It like was recent. Juve, Juve may have. It was more it. recent than I had heard of it. Yeah, it was, a, it was a somewhat newer thing, kind of. Uh, 
I'd like yeah. to know if anyone can. Let say us know, everyone. Let us know when you first heard of the word wingback. So, um, is it? So you said Buenos Dias. Buenos Dias. I said Ryan Aitnour. Uh, I also Jeff Paris. Let me know if Buenos Dias is a good pickup. And Aitnour is five million. It's kind of surprisingly high uh, for for you know. I was hoping to get someone under five. Hector Bellerin at five point one. He's getting in the action lot. He drew the penalty against Paul Pogba. But him starting is questionable every week. Bellerin? No, he's he's taking the job. He's having a good Over season. Over Maitland Niles? Yeah, Maitland Niles hasn't even touched the field. That's a shame. Yeah, I feel like he, he, got he plays in Cups games, and Bellerin's been so. He'll be playing games. tomorrow against Molda. He should either him or Cedric. Sometimes they play Cedric. The boy Cedric. Yeah. So, but Hector Bellerin is taking good. He's playing they very got, well. They gotta send Maitland Niles alone. Five point one million. We talk about we'll talk about Maitland Niles later. Five point one million Hector Bellerin worth a go. If you want to go under five, Stuart Dallas scored a goal this week. I would have said this before he scored four point seven million for Leeds. They don't get as many clean sheets, but Stuart Dallas does jump up in the action. So, you want Stuart? Do you want someone under five? It's really hard to get right now to get a guy under five unless you've taken some of the guys that I already have, Walker Peters, um, and uh, James Justin. I believe was under when I got him. Now he's over. How about so, one of the Chelsea guys? Now that they got Eduardo Mendy, all over. I mean, the big teams guys, they're all. Eduardo over five. Mendy would have been a good goalkeeper. Yeah, or yeah. it might still be. I don't know. Yeah. So, so yeah, uh, that's yeah, it's another one on the list there. So, uh, yeah, check check out these guys. See what you can do. Usually, I give advice. I don't take it. But lately this season, whatever I've said here, I've done. I'm doing pretty decent this year in fantasy. So we'll see how that rounds out. Finally, let's go to some of our favorite segments. Let's go to the Gambling Corner. Well, this week was, was okay. Um, not awful, not great. We had four people take charge. You took the week off? Yeah. So we have the biggest winning in one in a one week history. Steve hit a fourteen parlay, uh, and his fourteen parlay was Wolves to win, Sheffield plus one and a half against Man City, Chelsea and Tottenham, and he won twenty three eighty seven on what I believe was a if I if I recall correctly it was a three dollar bet. He won twenty three eighty seven, so that was a plus. He also won picking Wolves straight up. Plus one eighty two on that one. He won a dollar three on Chelsea and a dollar three on Liverpool. Put low amounts of money on it. The odds weren't great. I mean, in terms of return, right? But goddamn, he won four bets. He won twenty seven seventy five for the week. Again, the highest amount won in a week. Myself, I won eight fifty eight. I I I put um, I did win seven fifty on Arsenal at plus two fifty. I won that in real life as well. So that was a big hit. I put three bucks on him, lost three dollars on Leeds, and I won four oh eight on a uh, four dollar bet on Man City and Chelsea to parlay. So my total was plus eight fifty eight this week. Brian lost ten. He bet all his things on the Leicester Leeds game. He had Leicester Leeds draw, and they had different combinations of what would happen at half and at the end. Didn't hit. Trevor lost three bucks. Just put one bet, and he had Wolves Palace draw. Did not go. So. Where does that take us? Overall leaderboard. First place, Steve at plus $33.82. Again, that's a huge number. I'm in second at plus $9.17. Trevor's in third at negative $15.90, so there's a big gap there. Fourth place is Brian at negative $19.70. And Arine, you're in fifth at negative $21.27. So there's a big chunk there at that negative. I mean, we have a big gap between the positive and negative. Again, we've seen how quick things can close. 
So I take it you're participating this week? Yeah. All right. Um, do you want me to go first or you want to go first? You go first. All right. I will tell you guys my picks. I got three picks, and I'll go from the one I feel most comfortable to to the least. Okay? I have Tottenham to win uh, against some nonsense that they're playing West Brom, and I have Chelsea to win against Sheffield in a parlay. That parlay pays out plus 111, so I'm putting 5 bucks to win 5.56 on that game, that one. And usually when I bet on Tottenham, they lose. So, hey, it's win-win for me. Either I win money or Tottenham loses or draws. Then, I have Everton at plus 190 to beat Manchester United. I'm putting 3 bucks on it to win 5.70. And my one I don't, I'm not the most comfortable with, but I like the odds. I got Liverpool City draw, $2 at plus 325 to win 6 50. So those are my three bets. What do you have? Um, I just have a parlay. One parlay. Ten bucks. Okay. And it comes in at plus 281. So you're going to come out with 20, you're going to win 28-10? 28-11. okay. Um, Chelsea over Sheffield. Okay. West Ham over Fulham. Okay. And Spurs over West Brom. Okay, so you have my Chelsea Tottenham one, except you added West Ham to it. Yeah. Okay, that's that's not a bad one at all. Pretty good shout. I think Fulham symbolic this year. West Ham surprising people. Don't mean. So you've gone ten. On They're a lot minus one twenty one too. Like okay. That. So you've gone with ten on a lot of your picks. Because this is gonna be back in the positive. You know what's wild? My bets in real life are a lot better than this shit. So why don't you? I, do I lost those? on Maction today though. I got a little. You know, today's the first day of, of Mac football. Yeah. Lost, lost the cheap you know, fiber. My betting trends, it's wild. During the week, I have no action. I get caught in the soft school. And then on Saturday and Sunday, I'm, I'm at it. Bro, I'm at it. Bro, my soccer betting is phenomenal this season. And the only time I've but, lost but is... But the standings I, don't say that. Let man. me tell you this. Well, let me tell In real life, I make in 10... In real life, I, this I make, real I make life. 10 team parlays and like I hit 9 out of 10. You, I've sent, still a loss. I've sent you pictures. I know, but what I'm saying when I lose. So it's like... When I lose, I'm great? Is that what you're saying? No, it sounds so Donald Trump-like. No, no, no. I'm saying... I'm saying when I do high, high risk, high reward, like, you know, that type of shit, mm-hmm. I win. When I do low risk, high reward, that's when I lose. Okay. You know, I put in like three bucks to win two fifty. Okay. Come close twice now. I'm telling you, bro. So what's your Europa parlay? For Nine out of ten hit, you except a, for Dinamo. Again, Z- that's a loss. Dinamo that's Zag. A loss. I know, but it says something. I'm, what does I'm it fucking, say? It says that you've unhinged with Dinamo Zagreb. <laughs> I get, but they lost the derby against Lokomotiv who's Zagreb. The, who's the shit team you picked today from Ireland? The Shamrock Rovers. Mate, just stick with the main so teams. So Barcelona, Juve, and Chelsea all won, and Shamrock Rovers. From yeah, they lost. Tell me your. Tell everyone then. Give people a, okay. So here's your. Here's how you prove it. That you are the guru. I send you my shit, bro. I know. You know but here's I how you can leads. show the people because in the program here, what they're seeing here and, is a and what they see here is negative twenty one. Electric live better when it comes to next goals. Mate, they here see negative twenty one. So right. here you go, electric man. Hook it up. Tell us every tell everyone here your Europa League parlay. I don't have one. I gotta do research tomorrow when I'm having my Mate, egg sandwich. I thought you just said you had one. I'm All right, you want to hear mine? One? Here's mine. You I like mine? to do research. Here's bro. mine. I don't plus, know what the odds are, but here everyone, plus, bro, we gotta look at lineups. I know. Everyone, go with me. I'm hitting tomorrow on a parlay. Everyone, go with me. Ready? I got AS Roma over CFR Cluj. 
Okay, hold Thir- on. Hold on, hold on. Yeah, yeah, sorry. I'm sorry. Yeah. Okay, AS Roma over like CFR that one. Cluj. Okay. You go with that one. Um, you want to go with... Leverkusen, surely. Uh, over Hapoel Beersheba. I don't know. I'm holding off on that. You go with Napoli over Rijeka. Okay. You go with Napoli as one. I'm going AC Milan over Lille. That's a tough one, That's but I like risky, AC. bro. It is. I'm going with it. Arsenal over Mold. Okay. I like that one. So you go Arsenal over Mold. And also, there was one more in here I liked. What was it? It was Leicester over Braga. Okay. Braga That's could be my tricky. parlay. That's my parlay. It's at Leicester. This is the parlay. Go with How it. How about Villarreal over Maccab Tel Aviv? Uh, good evening. Yeah. Yeah. You know, I have to look at it. I, you know, those are off the top of the wow, head. Wow, Maccab Tel Aviv ain't bad, actually. Yeah, Maccabi Tel Aviv has done a madness. So, <laughs> mate, these are my picks. Pick those guys. That's my parlay. So, you said you're not feeling the uh, Bayer Leverkusen against beer team? I mean, I might later, but I... I hop Where well is this Bears, team from? Israel. They're two Israeli teams? <laughs> I think Israeli so. teams in the Europa League? Yeah. Tel Aviv is... Uh, I know them. Well, I'm telling you, mate. Hapoel Beersheba is tied in first with Bayer Leverkusen right now. Yeah, but, mate, they just drew Shachin. Who? And they lost to Nice last time out. And they drew Maccab Tel Aviv. I don't know, mate. This is going to be a tough one. So you heard my parlay. I told you what it was. You know, that's it. So what's You your- know, a good good game to watch tomorrow? Benfica Rangers. Yeah. yeah, just for a casual if no, you're in the be. office. Benfica's favorite, Turn but Rangers on. have been red hot as we talked It'd about. It'd be a good watch. All right, so yeah, those that have CBS all sp- uh, Sports All Access or and Milan Lille, like you said. Yeah, you like that Lille. too. You like Milan over no. Lille. That's well, the one no, you're going to get. Say I like. It. I was saying it's a good match to watch. That's the one you're going to get the best line on. In I don't terms know if I'm, gonna, I'm not betting on that, mate. Okay, but that's the game that that's the one that's going to win the money because all the other ones are heavy favorites. You have to throw in heavy favorites with one. Eh. And that's my eh game. So i got to do my research on Maccab Tel Aviv. Okay. Yeah. Well. All right. Well, let's yeah. see what happens then. Interesting. We'll, with that said, is there anything else you want to add to the show this week? I oh. want I want you to get on it. Oh, shit. It's going to play. <laughs> no. No. Um, okay. <laughs> um, I'm trying to get you on DraftKings. Okay. Well, i got to update my... Um, if anyone's thinking about DraftKings, let me know. I'm going to recommend you, but I'm also saying the interface is good. I'm not doing it just to get the perks. It's better than Bet Rivers. Yeah, you get a lot of boosters and shit. So, no. In terms of clicking things, though, is everything nicer? Yes. And you don't have to log in every time. Uh, face recognition. That's the key. And it keeps you logged in longer. Yes. Okay. So you've sold me. I guess again, I just have to update my spreadsheet. I understand that. Yeah. Take Once I do that, it. I'm out. Maybe I'll do it on Friday. We'll see. No. Oh. But you're going golfing Saturday, mate. I don't know. We can't. You bet. might too. We'll see. All right, folks. You're, why are you canceling golf like that? That's offensive. I'm not canceling. I got a pitching wedge I got to use. All right. <laughs> With that said, let's send it to that asshole. He's plays in the Europa League? Of course. Yeah, he's playing. Are they still in first in La Liga? Yeah, they want me money. Okay, let's send it to uh, Dracula. Unai Emery. Aloha. By the way, that is for Stitch and my friend Olivier. Yeah, I love you guys. Good evening, Alexa. Please to play uh, my favorite song. Good evening. Good evening.